This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hi everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Off the Rack, a comic book discussion, review, and analysis series that I host here with my beautiful, talented, intelligent, funny, awesome, insightful wife, Tiffany. Today we're going to be talking about a plenty of comics and the Black Widow movie. So get your seatbelts fastened because we are going to have a humdinger of an episode. How you doing? Good. Excellent. Excellent. Good. By the way, this episode is like every episode sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching today's episode live right now as it's happening, guess what? You are a secret sponsor of today's episode. All you have to do to fulfill that bargain is use the super chats that are available to you through youtube to ask a question or comment and we'll read it here on the program and the proceeds will go into the infrastructure that is comic pop and cpr comic pop returns couldn't have come up with a better name for the supplemental channel comic pop returns which this show is now living because uh you know cpr yeah life-giving operation right and that's what that this channel does it, it provides oxygen to the other channel that's right also if we suddenly disappear it's because there may or may not be incoming thunderstorms we don't know yes and neither does anyone for some reason this studio which has stood for decades if not half a century uh, unfortunately turns off the second that there is even the hint of thunder well that's how it, it's how it survives looks like we're okay all right. So I just I heard it in the background. I heard like something. You did. But it looks me... like we're going to be okay. All right. Well, let's not uh, let's not force us to have to knock on wood and uh, and and figure that out. But before let's we do, dally. I wanted to say that Elizabeth Russell gave us a super chat and said, "Hey guys, hi. While the movie wasn't the worst, okay, I was really disappointed in the portrayal of Taskmaster, a villain I really enjoy in the comics." Elizabeth, you are not alone in this opinion. There are literally dozens of you on the internet who are happy to share that opinion. And we are happy to talk about that when we get to Black Widow. Okay. Uh, Brian Rollins, how excited is Tiffany for the potential? There's something, uh, something is killing the children Netflix series. Thanks for all the great ta- content. And as always, thank you, Brian, for your con- contribution as always. Um, I, I, I'm as excited as I can be at the potential of another Netflix series that I've heard about that. I, you know what I mean? Like I keep I hearing about comics. I enjoy becoming Netflix series and yes, so when it happens, then you will be excited. I mean, because you because neither of us were Sweet Tooth fans, so we didn't follow it. All I heard was that Robert Downey Jr. was a big fan and wanted to make it yeah, happen. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, because of um, Trooper's Legacy. Yes, which is the, terrible. The Miller verse is kind of like they're doing things, but who knows when they're going to get anything done. And right. Witches has been in development for doing things. So I'm like forever. Needless, like, I'm excited. And I appreciate you asking that because you know how much I, I, I care about that series. Yes. Um, but I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, until I see. So you watch the show. Well, until, or the very least. until there's a release date. Yeah, that's fair. Or some production. Focus. Yes. But you have <laughs> seen uh, the people involved in the production and they have done arguably decent stuff. It's yes. not like it's the guy who directed Ghost Rider. Working on it. Mark Stephen Johnson. Why would you say that? Because Mark Stephen Johnson has been keyed into a number of comic book properties and arguably might have done a better preacher series than the preacher show mm-hmm. despite how terrible he is as a director mm. 
because his idea originally was just he went to the head of HBO at the time and he grabbed every issue of Preacher and he went episode one, episode two, episode three. Like, we're just going to do that. Right. And I'm like, yes, do that. And then uh, that didn't happen. Garth Ennis himself, of course, is famously saying, why would I do that? What a stupid idea. But anyway, let's get into some comics. Okay. Uh, a bunch of them came out. Uh, I'm only going to talk about a few of them, honestly. There's not much to really discuss, but I will uh, get into some. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about this one. <laughs> I'm just looking at the books that are in front of me at the time. Um, <laughs> the time is now. The time is now. Yeah. So let's let's have a look at them and talk about them. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, so, okay. Justice League Infinity from J.M.D. Mateus came out. This was uh, a continuation of the animated series. Uh, D. Mateus worked with James Tucker with art by Ethan Beavers. Ethan Beavers. Great name. I love that. No offense to Ethan Beavers. You're you're actually Our, a really fun, talented artist because you've managed to capture the feel, the look, and the the tone of the original beloved series. Yeah, it's so funny because the cover of this yeah, is, is not like, that at all. And that's such an interesting decision. Yep. Because so many folk were kind of brought into that realm or had like maybe a, a first you know, foyer into the Justice League via the animated show. Right. So I feel like you'd like want to capitalize on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they do. The interiors look exactly no, like that. I, I understand. But wouldn't you think that you'd want the cover that sits on the shelf to call someone over? To I think it like, would. Hey, yeah. it looks like this. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't. The cover, actually, I was kind of excited. I thought it would be a cool idea if the cover was indicative of the interior art originally. I thought like, oh man, it's going to continue the universe of the animated series, but it's going to look like a comic book. And okay. kind of, I don't know, bridge that gap between the fandom of the show and the people who read the comics because so many Justice League fans were born thanks to this show. Right. Also, Dimitrius wrote some of the episodes of this show. That's right. And uh, wrote some of the best ones. Uh, of course, he adapted... What do you get for the man who's everything? Oh, that's a good episode. Yes. It's and, a really uh, good episode. That's yeah, a sad episode. It's such a sad episode. But of course, you know, Brilliance of Alan Moore, adapted by the brilliance of J.M. Dimatteis. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard a rumor, and I told Dimatteis this myself, that uh, it's one of the few adaptations that Alan Moore actually proves of. Oh. I know. Oh. Tall, uh, tall praise. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this, this issue was fun. It's... Uh, it's it's chock full of JMD Mateus goodness. If you're looking for an introspective, long-winded narrative plot line or through line throughout their device throughout the entire book where Martian Manhunter's inner musings punctuate the entirety of these of this series with virtually no breaks whatsoever, uh -huh. then I have I got the book for you. Uh, of course, Dimitrius also wrote a Martian Manager series, I think. That's right. Uh, so he's very well versed with Jean, uh, but the idea here is that John steps away from the league, which of course he did at the end of the Justice League I, I, series. Yeah, he did. I f I'm like, I feel like he does that. He does that. It constantly Sometimes steps away from the league. Kind of like, listen, I can't. Oddly enough, right this did not. This is not carrying over what he did in the show. He's not like, I guess, Asian and married. That was cute. It was cute, but that's not what this is. Okay, it's a different character that mm, he's portraying. Okay. Anyway. So he's isolated and sad and thinking about humanity. The uh, um, I'm trying to remember the uh, uh, Ivo's Amazo, mm -hmm. uh, the the android, uh, which of course has like god tier powers. Uh, he is looking for the answer to the question, "Who am I?" Which is just 
that's JMD Mateus's bread and butter right there. So that's going on. And also, of course, the Justice League uh, are celebrating Wally West's birthday, and then they get attacked and they have to fight. Of course, uh, they do. does he comment on that? They're like, they yeah. can't, they can't even get through his birthday. Or no, what? he uh, he uh, was thrilled. He's like, yeah, what a great birthday, best birthday ever. But Apocalypse attacks because, of course, at the end of Justice League, yeah. Darkseid dies. Yeah, or dies. Yeah. So Granny Goodness is fighting to take control of Apocalypse. Calabac is fighting to take control of Apocalypse. So the two of them are at war and they both are going to destroy the Justice League, but separately. It's just a fun little comedy of errors slash classic episode of Justice League. Uh, I think it's a fun continuation of the series and, uh, you know, it does its job. Cool. It's cute. It's cute. I I, I want to say it's really great and okay. it's just, it's just kind of fun. Uh, I, I, I do think that the, the genre narrative was a little long-winded it's a little much well everything about it's great i i feel like listen i think that fits it fits it fits for it's the, his, it fits it's his for character, the character it's the it creative it's for the creator yeah. yeah so no complaints but i will say that there were times where i was like i think i see where jean's going with this and i just skipped the boxes and went to the comic mm. and uh then i went back and reread the boxes and i was like yeah i could have i it. could not read a comic like that i know i know <laughs> You know what happened? I took uh, my 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 parents were so like obsessively uh, concerned about my future education wise that they forced me to take a speed reading course, Oh, uh, which is like if you've ever wanted to have like respect for the written word, don't do that because that's not what speed reading's for. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I learned how to like read in chunks and like basically it's just let your eyes gloss over it and don't like take in everything you know it's just it's it's horrible it's just it's it's how to unlearn how to read basically um but that part is still like ingrained in my head oh good yeah great <laughs> so i can not enjoy comics as well as not enjoy novels but justice league infinity number one check it out it's a lot of fun i dig it uh and, and i recommend it cool so uh i think nick smith is up next in the uh super chat so i'm gonna throw it to him in just a second uh nick smith says I thought Taskmaster was cool, but I really would have loved to have had them speak in the goofy Bronx accent that they're described to have in the comics. Yes. Uh, Tony has like a kind of phonetic way of speaking. And uh, he's he's got this really ridiculously ornate costume that is, of course, like punctuated by his down and dirty Bronxian accent, which mm-hmm. I always kind of was thrown off by as a kid. I was like, what the hell? Uh, why is he talking like that? Is he from there? And it's like, yeah, he is. Maybe they're saving it for the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, please. Yeah, that's not that's not a Bronx accent. That's a saying, Yancey Street accent. But they use an N accent. Yeah, that's true. And to a lot of people, a New York accent is 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 just New York. Yeah. Hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. I'm throwing a shield here. My face is a skull. All right. Pizza. It's really hard to just say your face is a skull in the Marvel universe. Right. Which one are you? Oh, so you're a Nazi? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do I sound like a Nazi? Come on. You the guy on fire? Oh yeah, that one. No, no. I got a hood. I have no I have no oh, peripheral vision. What about the other one on fire? There's like three on There's fire. There's like a lot of those. Do you mean the first one, the second one, vengeance? And nobody talks about vengeance. And he's like an Italian cop too. He probably sounds like me. I know He-Man already crosses over with the DC universe. Yes. I kind of want to see Skeletor run into any number of ghost riders. Yeah. <laughs> 
Skeletor has the hood. He would look great. He would look just like Taskmaster. People are like, oh, you're not getting away with this this time, Taskmaster. What are you talking about? Clang. <laughs> Memento Mori says, Sal Barbaric was really fun. Can't wait for issue two. Well, Fair he picked it up because of you. That's right. Yeah. I'm glad you dug it, man. Yeah, hang on. I'll catch Sal up. It's I cool. wasn't sure which one Barbaric was. I know, because you literally, like, I had to tell you what the name of that book was every single time. Well, because, like, it's such a generic title. And, and I was thinking of, like, ENIAC from bad idea you know, there's all these different like acts and barb names that are not barbaric anyway thanks i appreciate it <laughs> j joseph fraser uh hey happy monday tiffany and sal fellow poppers which artist alive or no longer with us would you pick to draw a picture of you tiffany uh take it away what who would you choose to do a portrait of you and that does not include the uh incredible whatever the hell his name was, who drew you for a comic we did a long time ago. He did. Who did an awesome job. Did an awesome job. I would want Sienkiewicz. Oh, yes. I want, I want, to, I want all the, the down and dirty, horrible, like sad, whatever parts. <laughs> I want it all. It would be great. It'd be yeah. so melancholic. I'd love I it. love, I would love a melancholic piece. <laughs> for a second, I, I entertained the thought of doing it. And then I'm like, that would cost me like $30,000. <laughs> Listen, the, the thought and the dream of it is enough. I don't, right? I don't actually need it. I'm going to find out. Don't I'm going to find, find out, out how much it would cost to do a portrait by Sinkevich. No. Nope. If it's under $25,000, I still won't do it because Thank there's you. no way that Thank it will you. be. Uh, I appreciate your respect for me for knowing that that's You'd not. You'd be so mad at me. I'd be so mad. We could have a kitchen. I, would, I just like, don't. Now know. I have a cool picture I of me. I value art. I do too. And I value, I value art when it has to do with anyone else but myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's fair. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> It's not worth it if it's me. No. Uh, Andy Kubert <laughs> for me. Oh. Uh, I assume that could have also been just in any non-comic book artist. But That's since true. a comic book show. Right. Dada. Yeah. No. Uh, Devil's Advocate Productions finished Batman Earth 1 Volume 3 and Question Black Label. Loved both. I think I saw your post about it. Any chance for back issues after 52, of course. Ha ha ha. Also excited for Control tomorrow. Nice. Yes. Uh, Tiffany plays Control on uh, twitch.tv slash yeah, comic on Tuesdays and we Wednesdays. we finish that. Yeah, but you like, thought you were going to finish I, I it, kinda, Well, and then I kind of got stuck on I wanted to do some of the side quests. It's like, I don't want it to be over, and I don't 100% yeah. know if it's going to be over. Yeah. I don't know. Earth 3 will happen at some point on back issues, but it needs to be the same crew that did the last episodes. Fetcher. And... Yeah, don't, don't even start. Okay. Jevon Green <gasps> says, Black Widow was fun. Yelena was the highlight of the movie. I think they could replace Taskmaster with the Beetle or someone similar. Not much would change. The Beetle would have been fun. Would have been very, very silly, though. And harder to 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 sell, mm. but yeah, I would love to see the Beetle. Uh, and Crimson and Kidna says, "I just wanted to say I used the Comicsology Marvel Bogo sale last week to catch up on Sword, Way of X, and Hickman's X Men due to your high praises." Yay! Uh, he does not weigh in on whether he enjoyed them, but he did use the Bogo I to do so. That, I hope that they did enjoy it. But so and I and I appreciate you using the Bogo. I think that's smart shopping. Damn right. Yeah, smart shopping right there. Right. But don't worry. Just because it says Bogo doesn't necessarily mean it's a deal. Listen, that but used to, they used to mean buy one, get one, like, free. But now it's buy one, get one. Like, half off. Or 25% off. I'm like, that's not a BOGO. Oh. That's something else. I mean, it technically is. Buy one, get one. Yeah, you, you get then one. Then I fill in the rest of the sentence. Buy one, get one for the price that it is. Yeah, that sucks. That's not anything. Just buy two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care for that. That's not a deal. That's where we're going. It's not a deal. Well, so uh, I also read Justice League number 64 from Bendis and uh, Steve Pugh. 
I didn't even see that you would grab that, so it means I didn't read Dark. I'm sorry. And it is in there, and Batman's in it. I didn't read it, but I did well, see he's it. He's often, yeah. Yeah. Well, the art. You know how really much great. he loves hanging out with any sort of like supernatural, magical, mystical. We all know anything. he loves magic because of our episode of uh, Back Issues, Batman Dead Man. Yeah, he's a big fan. He's a big fan of magic and drinking his own blood. Big uh, fan. Yeah, this is my last issue of Benis's Justice League. Uh, I had honestly fallen off the series for a while. Like, and you caught back up. And I caught back. Well, no. I read this one and uh, I didn't miss anything. Uh, and it's uh, it's 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 hopelessly boring and has no uh, nothing that gets me excited. There's a little bit of like black uh, canary green arrow. That's fun. I yeah. Like that. Yeah. But it's you know, it's very surface level. There's not much there. And, you know, clearly Ben is going to do two plots like the big one and like the kind of you know grounded the less big one less big one and that has a green arrow in it and you know that's nice but ultimately i just don't care like i just i just i just found myself reading it because i do a show about comics and that is not why we do a show about comics damn it i mean we, we do a show about comics because we love comics and want to get them to you but i don't i don't uh, you know this is this is work and uh and the art was like Neh. you know like it's fine there's so, some cool looking stuff technically in it would you say that maybe like some other like writers that we've talked about bendis should best be used for a miniseries at this point absolutely i think you just leave him in the box until he's ready to do something because well because the thing about batman universe yeah which is wonderful but like it was like here's the beginning of the story mm -hmm. here's the end of the story now fill in the rest yeah but what's funny is with me Batman universe could have gone on for 50 issues because each issue would have been like another, you know, kick but the you can don't on the road. Know, you don't know but that's that. That's true. You're right. You're you don't right. know that it's a different mentality when a writer's going into a mini series. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their approach is much more, uh, it is what it's much for. It's very different from what their approach would be for an ongoing. But yeah, this is, I assume, I don't know. This is, this is pretty weak. It's weak sauce. It's not great. And it'll be my last justice league, uh, probably for a while. Cause I don't really care. Like I like the justice league. I appreciate them. Mm -hmm. but it's it takes a lot to get me to read that series you know mm -hmm. just like international it's a 35 year old book that's a book i liked mm -hmm. but even then it's silly and fun and weird justice league from grant morrison more like jla mm -hmm. that was fun but again like a little weird because it's it's, it's morrison mm -hmm. but uh you know didn't didn't uh shortchange you on the action department right and then after that it was like uh yeah, who cares? There was there was Snyder's run, uh -huh. which was all just prelude to more metal. You know, I, I could take or leave that. But okay, it's you just, had some good and some bad there. I, yeah, I did, I did. But uh, yeah, now, somebody was talking about Bendis's like approach and influence on Marvel, and I've noticed that like more and more people are forgetting like how important it was, like how much Bendis's influence on Marvel like led Marvel towards something people enjoyed, mm -hmm. and uh, and and how and, and it made me wistful for those days when he was like the architect of the marvel universe practically in the comics for a long time mm -hmm. and it was like part of the reason why some of the things he would did felt important was because he was also shepherding the universe like he was writing the avengers aaron's writing the avengers aaron's doing bigger stuff than bendis ever did so theoretically it should have like a huge impact on the marvel universe but it don't mm -hmm. and it's because literally no one else is playing with whatever the hell he's doing it's just Aaron isn't dictating the line. He's doing the Avengers book. Mm -hmm. Bendis, when he was writing the Avengers, also was dictating the line because he's like, I'm also doing every event and every Avenger story leads to the next event. And so every Marvel event was, it, it felt more cohesive because he was setting up that event. 
I don't know whether that's good or not, but you know, it's its own thing. So I, I appreciate Bendis and I miss, I miss that Bendis. Okay. But this Justice League book is, you know, it's for the birds, which is not to say that it's for the Thanagarians because they do heavily factor into this issue. Well, maybe it is but, for them uh, then. That's a big pass for me. Wait, did, didn't you miss one? Uh, no, I read Cosmic Readers, uh, his, his earlier one where he talked about, uh, uh, oh, uh, oh no, no, I did not. I'm sorry. That was, that was my bad. See? I know, so, I know things. There you go. Cosmic I know Reader. things about some other things. There's two things. I felt Black Widow was decent, but I uh, was surprised during the intro of the film because I never thought Disney would allow to show something as scary as human trafficking. Um, well, I, you know, it's funny. It's like people always accuse Disney of like, you know, trying to make everything like sunshine and rainbows. But it's right. like, then you look at any of the, like, of their early animated films. Yeah, and like nothing we is happy. The only reason I say that is because we were literally talking about Bambi and it's like such a traumatic like, yeah, movie when you're for a child. children and, and yeah. Like it's needlessly so. Yeah, and it has nothing. To, it's so funny because you know, like Bambi gets his mother gets shot, and then he meets this buck that could may in fact be his father. Sure, but, but offers no no comfort or explanation. Nope. He's like, "Yo, I'm a lot of do I'm a lot of babies' fathers." Yeah. Now get out of the friggin' meadow like your mother told you. Yeah, and and also like really, I probably will also die. Right. Oh no, I will be killed first. It's actually kind of. It, your mother was killed, but not for sport. Yeah. Because I have the antlers. They were really aiming for me. Yeah. I'm just so strong and swift I, that I got out of the I way. Your mother way. was collateral damage. She, she just took it and then like, yeah. I left and I came back and I was like, never. Yeah. No, what, Disney is never shied away from teaching you harsh lessons about life. The Fox and the Hound. Guess what? If you have fundamental differences in your like DNA, you can't be friends. Doesn't matter about your, uh, about, about your nurture. Yeah. It's not okay. But. Yeah, so like that doesn't surprise me. That just takes me back to like again. It, immediately, like when you said that, I was like, <laughs> we were just talking about. Yeah, we're just talking uh, about how dark Disney gets. <laughs> Bambi. Yeah, anyway. no, I'm glad they they dealt with that. But even then, they didn't go like this is about human trafficking and the dangers and blah blah blah. Well, I mean, they could have in that, but they, you know. Uh, but anyway, he also goes on to say, if I had to rank Black Widow with the other 24 films, I'd say it's fifth closest to the bottom. Well, I'm glad that you have a chart. Uh, the rest of us, you know, I, I, I don't care enough to make a kind of like list. My, my, mine would be like a, it's not, it's a non chart because it depends on the mood. It really does. Like, just like any film, mood. you know, anybody, everyone else says, what's your favorite comedy? My favorite comedy. What a, what an impossible question. I've never had anyone ask me that. But I have had people ask me that question a lot it. enough to use it as an example in this conversation yeah. today. Uh, but uh, you know, anyway. Uh, Hardy 34. Hey guys, Black Widow feels like it was just made to introduce a new Black Widow. Still feels like it was okay. Definitely wasn't garbage in my opinion. There's a lot of opinions all at once. And uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, Hardy. Thank you. Uh, and why try I sweat? Says Black Widow reminded me a lot of Batman Arkham Knight with Taskmaster in a tank and the not so surprising twist ending reveal, but overall 7 out of 10. Fair enough. Oh yeah, the tank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that, but that was a cool sequence. I like that tank. Yeah, so. I also forgot about that from Arkham Knight, too. It's also like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't play it, so I have no idea what you're talking about. <gasps> uh, LF says, uh, hey, guys, just wanted to show my support and say thanks because of your videos. I got into Hellions and the Winter Soldier comics. Nice. Nice. Yay. That's dope. That is dope. Uh, let's see. What else did we read? What did you read? This I don't, week. Well, I didn't know how many books to cover, so like I, I just read things. Yeah, me too. Uh, I won't go into. I have it like two. Really? Oh my god, really? And oh. one of them was you was one you read. Yeah, but you can talk about. I'm happy to, like because I've got mm -hmm. three others from that. Great section. Um, I will just mention briefly that I read uh the nice house on the lake number two, but be, like, 
I'm not going to go into it because Sal hasn't read it and I'd like him to just be able to enjoy it. Um, I appreciate that. I think it, it, look, the first issue was like um, a a stronger issue in that it was set up this This crazy universe and premise, yeah. Yeah, and this issue I thought did a really good job of collecting the chaos. Yeah. Because something insane happens and it's literally the next day. And That's it's awesome. Told from another character. Because you know how in the first issue we have one character start off like in another, t- like in the future possibly. Oh. They're t- like kind of framing the story. Yeah. It's a different person framing the story from the house. Okay. Time, from like what they are experiencing during it. Uh, there's like some t- some transcript pages to read, which like listen, it saved them a lot of page time. Yeah. You know what I mean to to read it, and there is something also about reading those uh written out dialogue versus like seeing it drawn out with speech bubbles because yes. it feels more chaotic and it's like literally the aftermath of oh, what cool. had just happened on the last page okay so it's like that really was punctuated i was like that's a really good use of page saving mm-hmm. and you know not having an artist draw all of this nice like, it's just it, it actually worked it's economic but also artistic yeah um i'd also say that i i the more I thought about this book as a whole, because at first I was like, this is a dope concept, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This issue made me like wonder how much Tynan will be putting like us, the reader, in the mind space or the headspace to question, if you were in this situation, how would you feel? Right. Like, if you were one of these If you were one of the, the chosen. Yeah, how would you feel about it? Mm. Because there's a couple of ways that some, like the characters are, are starting to move. Yeah um and some of the actions that they're taking and yeah like obviously like some some things are unfurling um it's starting to feel in a way to me as though they're kept here not only because like he cares about them but like in that way that pets are kept oh like kind of i don't know like that's what it was like second issue so um i'm really enjoying it everybody has like such a great like their own voice when Mm -hmm. the characters speak yeah. Um. Even though, like, they're in the transcript, they're referred to by that, like, you know, like they were like artists. Yeah, they all like, got a title. Yeah, and like I wasn't a hundred percent. I couldn't quite remember. I didn't have the issue with me who everybody was. Oh, it doesn't have a chart in the beginning in, in the second issue. Uh, no. Oh. Maybe there was, but it didn't matter because then in follow up pages, I was able to start like recognizing everyone based on the previous. Like, it just worked. Right. And it I just was clicked. Like, okay. Cool. That's so, awesome. So, still to me, a, a solid series, and I'm looking forward to more. Great. That's by the way, uh, written... it's by James Tynan the fourth with art by Elvero Martinez Bueno. It is muy bueno. It is. Yeah. It really, really is. I think I do that every joke. I, I think you do, but that's okay. Uh, Crimson also said he did enjoy them. He just ran out of character. That's okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, you, oh, you didn't have to do another super chat for that. No, no, no. But I appreciate it. Um, I also I read I read all the X titles that came out this week. She said. Or like last week, um, mm-hmm. she said, hoping that she, that's actually what she meant. Yeah, that she actually did do that. Right, because <laughs> there were quite a few. There were quite a few. Um, and well, obviously we're talking about like the big main book. Um, but I'll just kind of touch on a couple of things. Sure. Um, Hellions is dope. Right. That's kind of all I have for that. It's just, it's just <laughs> continues to be dope, and we have a new uh, artist on it. Oh. Uh, they do a great job. I was gonna say, like, it's, how, how did it's it a fare? different styling, but it's still good. I'm going to butcher this name. Okay. Uh, Roger Antonio. Okay. That sounds right to me. This does a very nice job. We're starting to see like how the Hellions are fracturing. Yeah. Within their own ranks because it's like. Well, it's led by Sinister. How it's could it not, led by how Sinister, could, but it's even together. in their own stuff. Like, you know, Psylocke's pulling away because of the fact that like she's, you know, it, like, he's got Sinister has something over her. Yeah. But like 
obviously uh you know gray crow has been interested in her and yes. kind of been forming like a bond but she's pulling away from him and he doesn't know why you know what i mean so we're seeing that happening mm-hmm. um havoc's got his own thing going on as he always does um nanny took a baby well that sounds like from that course. remember they went to that yes the nursery yes yeah, so from way of x no no not the nursery oh from that place that they went where the robots were there and that guy like thought he was just a dude and turns out he was also a robot yeah yeah yeah. yeah. there was like a like a mutant ai thing there and it made a baby oh god she took it okay so she's putting all of her focus on that so mm-hmm. orphan maker is like what about me <laughs> what, what, don't don't you care about? so it's like it's all coming apart yeah. and now <laughs> the sinister clone that was sent in place of sinister has returned okay and obviously, if you could imagine, uh, he's not there on like any sort of like, mission hey, of mercy, no. or like a mission of like, I'm, I want, I want what's mine. You, mm-hmm. you should die. <laughs> no, he brought the locust um, vial with him. Oh no! So they're like on Krakoa. Okay. I'm like, okay, cool. This, this, this every, is all, all is coming a mistake. Apart. Yeah. Yeah. And Sinister is working with that DNA to make things. Okay. We're getting closer to maybe finally getting the. I don't uh, know. I don't know. Chimeras. Yeah. So he's working on that. So it was just, it was a great uh, uh, issue, not episode, issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just drawn by a different individual. Yeah. It still looked good, though. Great. Still solidly looking book. Awesome. Uh, X Force also came out. That did. uh, (laughs) There was a moment in this. I don't know if you saw anything from this. No. Um, I almost sent it to you, like a screenshot of it. You um, usually do. But I was like, no, I want to show you on, on here. On stream. Yeah. So you don't have to make a big deal about it. Okay. Um, but it's written by Ben Percy with art by uh, Joshua Kassara and Robert Gill. Okay. Um, We're dealing... This book's really focusing on... Obviously, they're still kind of being the police, but now that you have the X-Men as well, it's, yeah. it's like they're still working on, on that. And they work mostly on security for Krakoa, but okay. now with like this idea of like plant-based technology right you know, obviously krakoa is that yeah and you have the uh Vrendi or verde oh the verdant or i Verdi. never can remember what they're called but that's okay you know, know what i'm talking, talking about. about yeah um you know and how like they clearly had a falling out thanks to beast yep um that we start like months ago okay and there was like a nuclear spill okay so like off the coast of krakoa off the coast of like uh washington state i think mm-hmm or just Washington. I'm not sure. Mm. This is Washington. So I assume it's Washington state. I would assume. Um, And like, they're like, this could affect Krakoa based on like things moving around. So they're like, mm. you gotta, you gotta go out there X force and, and deal with it. Okay. Because like forge has created something that can clean it up. Oh, cool. But it's like already affecting the wildlife. Uh huh. So like, you're seeing these like killer whales get all like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it's, it's, it's like tumorous. Yeah. In fact, like there's this, so here's here's something I noticed with the art here. You know how like we have like occasionally you'll point out something that you hate when they take a photo and put a filter on it. Yes. Sometimes I think it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does. Yeah. This is just a picture of the ocean. Yes, it is. That's straight up just a picture I was of the like, ocean. Damn. I mean, who wants to draw the ocean? I get it. I get it. But like, you know, it's just a, you know, it's just a line. Yeah. But there's <laughs> this little girl and her grandma and they're walking down the beach and like her grandma's like, oh, if you find a whole sand dollar, like an intact one, you'll have like good fortune. And mm-hmm. she finds one. She's like, am I lucky? And like in the background in a wave. A killer <laughs> well. And it was like, that's, <laughs> that's not okay. No, I don't want that that's like that's that's nightmare fuel for me yeah but that's okay because x-force has arrived because force has um armed them with um like backpacks and sprayers so that they can spray them down oh, so cool. here comes the ghostbusters wow yeah that's just the x-busters <laughs> i was like oh my god yeah wow <laughs> and there's yeah there's four of them that's awesome 
<laughs> so, you know, they ain't afraid of no nuclear no waste and whatever. no killer whales. Mm. Um, the reason they're setting this up, though, is because while they're there, they run into this. <gasps> is that man thing? Is it? I assume. It's, it looks just like Swamp Thing, Well, though. we'll find out that it's actually a man thing. <gasps> Someone took the man thing formula and has tweaked it. Oh. Um. So that's kind of what this is focusing on. So, like, we got a little man thing action happening in Yay. this. Um, but I really wanted to share that with you because of the... Yeah, because like, of that killer whale. Well, and the Ghostbusters. Well, and the Ghostbusters. Really just yes. the Ghostbusters. That killer whale was more for me. I was like... Yeah, just... Uh, no. Yeah. No. That's where, that's where all the sharks are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horrific. Uh, so, like, I'll probably keep picking this up you know i like i like checking it with man thing yeah uh every once in a while yeah unless rl stein's writing it yeah sorry my hair got stuck on the microphone mm -hmm. thing <laughs> well real quick i'm just also going to mention that just some guy with a mustache says it makes sense to me that this is one of the most fast-paced mcu movies considering everybody's russian I say everybody's russian <laughs> just like uh, rebecca black there way to go thank you everybody's russian anyway it's pretty good though. david 100 i don't even know what bendis should do at this point for an ongoing maybe green arrow but other than the batman universe he's not delivered at dc yeah i agree with that i mean like you know yeah that's fair fair point counter anybody no i didn't think so david 100 i dropped the nice house in the lake by tynan he honestly should have just written a novel with the info page dumps that doesn't work in a series the art isn't great at distinguishing people Oh, okay. I mean, that's totally a subjective opinion. Um, objectively speaking, I think it it does a, a solid job of creating an atmosphere that you don't always see uh, in comics. I for a lot of people, it being under a DC black label, right? Uh, probably they were thinking it was going to be more like having to do with a mainstream comic book character, but without Vertigo existing and with their what desire to pursue, you know, some of their creators' other stories. I, I happen to like it, but that's, again, my subjective opinion is that I think the art is stellar. I yeah. think it does a great job of capturing not only human emotion and horror, but it, it's like it's unafraid to explore like what people kind of really look like. Yeah. And like certain darkness. And when I say that, I mean like deep shadows in reality. Mm -hmm. like, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I, 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 I tend to agree with you. Thank you. Uh, Brady White, your Zdarsky Daredevil video got me back into Marvel. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you very much for trusting my opinion. I got volume two yesterday and I've been loving it. This shit is McDonald's. Keep up the great work. Oh, I was like, nobody said that. Because he's loving it. Yeah, I got that. No, he did not say that. Mm -hmm. I did not want you know, Don't worry, Brady. That wasn't you. Uh, but I'm glad you dug it. Thank you, man. Uh, and Joey... A uh, Amorim says, Hey, Soundivity, just found out I'm deploying in October and wanted to tell you I'm looking forward to Comic Pop helping me pass the time. You guys rock. Good luck to you. Yeah. Stay safe if you can. Uh, thank you for your service, and uh, hopefully, we'll be able to keep you company while you're uh, while you're out there. So, thank you for your super chat, and we'll look forward to seeing you uh, in the comments, man. If, yeah. if you can, if you can do that, yes. And Denial says, Wow, all this man thing referencing, and nobody at Marvel cared enough to reference boy thing from Aaron's Avengers. I mean, I don't care either. Yeah, you see, that's what I'm talking about, is that there's a thing called Boy Thing that's referenced in Aaron's Avengers, and literally nobody else could care less. And it's like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I get it. Why would they? It's it's Aaron's Avengers. Yeah. And I like Aaron. I've had him on the friggin' show, for God's sake. But uh, no. <laughs> anyway. 
What else did you read? Uh, I read Children of the Atom. Yes, you uh, were not. Is, is, this, so, is this your last episode, issue of Children of the Atom? No. What? Listen, I just keep reading these X books. Okay. This book has like, become a fascination mm -hmm. to me That's in fair. terms of what it's doing and how it sometimes feels like it's out of time. Like I've said that. And I don't mean like it's running out of time. No. I mean like it's it's like a week. It's like a month or so off. Right. <laughs> Uh, it's written by Vida Ayala with art by Paco Medina. Yes. Oh, Paco Medina. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this this issue confirms that it's like, none of these kids are mutants, and they're all just using alien technology to mimic the mutants. Which Really? That's what it is? Yeah. Which they're they not hint, chimeras? No, they had hinted at that before, but now they're like, nope, that's exactly what it is, oh. which is... For me, when you look at the, uh, maybe I just have to go back and read it all the way through now that we have five issues, like read it as though it's a trade. Well, there's one more issue left. Oh, is that it? Oh, series, okay. So. All right. Well, so I can read so that last one, one and then I'll reread it because it just feels like at the beginning, these kids keep trying to get onto Krakoa acting like they can't do it. Right. But like, actually, they know if you're they a can't? person. Why would you? So I, I'm not sure what's up with that. And I know that we had heard that there were like some redos of certain things. So I don't know. Right. But that's what's established here. Um, and if you had read um, one of the uh, issues that tied into the Hellfire Gala, Carmen from this series is there. Oh, and she gets her invitation in this. Issue. issue oh yeah this is just yeah it's just scheduling it's just like i'm like but i already knew that she was going because yeah. she it, it turns out yes yeah, she is a mutant but they run in they have a run-in with the x-men okay like, they get to fight with them is it the new x-men though no that's the <laughs> other thing that's the indication that then that's how you know so like in this they like the bulk of the group gets caught and then day crawler because i refuse to use that other name um mm -hmm. Is like, who do I get to help them? He gets away. Yeah. And he's like, the Avengers? No, Fantastic Four? No, obviously I'll go get the X-Men. So he goes to the Krakoan Embassy. The the treehouse? No. Ah! It is a tree. Yeah, but it's but not. But like, it's not that. And so he collects what he calls the X-Men, which is Jean Grey and Cyclops and Storm and Nightcrawler and Wolverine and Pixie. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Okay. So, and some of them are there just because of their like analogs being there. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, obviously Cyclops and uh, Marvel girl or Jean Grey need to be there. Storm is there as well. Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler has, has to be there. there, but it's like, it's so funny hearing them call the X-Men in the same week that the X-Men number one comes out yes. with the team. So yeah. this, this book is fascinating to me. And so right. I'm going to, I'm going to finish it up. And then I, I, I feel like at some point I got to sit down and maybe reread this as a whole and see how it reads like that. Well, you know, what's going to happen. Like once the trades out, no one's gonna remember how like anachronistic this book was. I I I don't know. I don't know. So like I'm I'm looking forward to kind of like seeing it collected, yeah, and seeing how it reads that way because the the month to month has felt weird. Yeah, and that's not necessarily the best uh, descriptor for it. That's fair. Um, I will say, in some of the final pages of this issue, the kids look like kids. Oh hey, and I was like, that's dope. Yeah. So shout out to that. Totally. Also, I really like Dick Storm's outfit. <laughs> it's a nice suit. I it's like cute. it. Yeah. All right. Oh, cool. Yeah. I guess. I right? right. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if it's cool. Uh, Cubenix says, "Gonna have to check out the video later. Just drop him by to say hi." Hot thought Brocado had a serious villain problem and was a few years late. Thank you very much for your Thank thoughts you. and thanks for popping in, man. Yeah, yeah. Silvery Cricket says, "I don't know if I missed it, but what were your thoughts on Blackwater number or Black Knight number four? Uh, we didn't talk about we that, didn't. and we I probably it. will talk about it the next time we come around to Black, Black Knight Wood. coming, yeah, uh, Black, Black Knight. Knight coming out. Yes, 
Yeah. No, we noticed that like afterwards. We're like, oh, yeah, I was so mad at myself. Uh, Psycho Jet Black says better movie, Black Widow, Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman 84. Black Widow. Um, I haven't seen. Well, I we saw Wonder Woman 84 and that was and it's, it's just kind of a mess yeah um totally and i haven't seen captain marvel in a while since, uh, since the theaters yeah so I, I have to say i guess black widow just because it's the freshest in my mind right now yeah but, i think I, yeah but the lack of sam jackson is noticeable it, it's it's, <laughs> it's glaring it's confusing no no it's not uh, russell simmons hi guys hi what up hello uh, joey Amorim says, hey, also, uh, just because I rewatched the Harleen episode, best Tiffany episode, in my opinion. Thank you. What is your favorite back issues you guys have done on Black Label so far? Batman Damned. That was the best episode we've ever done on that. Well, thank you. I, I, I do like the Harleen episode because, like, we had a great bunch of conversations about mm -hmm. that. Um, but yep. I do like the Batman Damned episode because I felt like I we were able to delve a little bit more into some of the artistic meaning yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Or potential. Right. <laughs> NB Yellow, Paladin, all Bendis needs is to do a Jaime Reyes series. Agreed, but he wouldn't get any money for doing that. You have to create a new Jaime Reyes character, <laughs> and then he would do it. Uh, Scarlet Hottie, uh, the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes trailer looks shockingly good. Every time I see it, I don't realize it's G.I. Joe that, until the title comes up. I mean, here's the thing. I also appreciated or at least liked the trailer enough. Um, I think that as long as that's the only non GI Joe spinoff GI Joe movie they make, like if snake eyes and then they make a GI Joe movie makes the most sense to me. Otherwise, like no one's going to watch a Duke movie or a Cobra commander begins movie or a how Destro got his groove back movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm good. Like that's it. Snake eyes. And then you move on. Make, make <laughs> GI Joe. Then the next one you do a crossover with transformers and then you move on from there. Anyway. Oh, dead earth was also a fun episode. Thank yeah, you. I know that is that's just a great book. I just like that book. Mm -hmm. Anyway, doesn't matter if I oh Superman Year One, Superman Year One, that was a fun one too. Yeah, yeah. We, I, we did a lot of black. We've labels. done quite a few of the Black Label books. It's so funny how much when I think of Black Label, I do think of Black Man, Batman Damned, and I do think of Harleen. But I always think of the Hill House books, and I'm like, we didn't cover any of those, right, like, Tiffany? No, we have not covered any of this. <laughs> there's a, the, the there's a whole books. other catalog of Black Label books that have nothing to do with Joe Hill. <laughs> <laughs> but they should. I mean, you know, what the hell? Well, you know, DC and their labels, you know how they, how they do. They do. Uh, so yeah, uh, oh, really quick. I guess I'll I'll throw this out here because I looked through it. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number Two, written by Jed McKay with uh, Carla Pacheco, art by Eleonora Carlini and Juan Ferreira. Uh, I took a look at this. I recommended it last time, so I'll talk about it now. Uh, Spider-Man meets Star. It's exactly what you'd expect. There's no, no new ground is broken, uh, but they are reestablishing or reminding you that Star was a thing and continues to be one. You know, she's still an irredeemable jackass and Spider-Man gets to be played for laughs, which is like, a, a, this is this feels the most, like this should not have been called Amazing Spider-Man Annual 2. It should have been called Marvel Team Up Spider-Man and Star. Like that's, that's what this issue was. Right, okay. So if you're looking for like a kind of, contemporary classic Marvel team-up issue, you might mm -hmm. want to check it out. Okay. How about you? Uh, I read Wonder Girl. Good, because I was like, none of us read friggin' Wonder Girl. I read Wonder Girl. Now, um, is this Adriana Melo's first issue of Wonder Girl? So or let's, did Let's talk about that. Okay, please, because let's I'm confused. Let us talk about that. Um, This is Wonder Girl number two. Uh, by Joel Jones? By Joel Jones and the name you just said. Yes. <laughs> because my brain immediately took that and threw it 
the hell away as I was prepping. But the cover says Jones and Jordi Belair. Um, okay, so let's talk about that because I didn't look up any information about this. So this is everything I say is going to be a whole pile Neither did I. of hyperbole. It's Joel Jones and Joel Jones and Adriana Mello on art. Right. Okay. What? So this issue uh, continues the story of Yara. I really enjoy the fact that it delves. I'm, I'm not going to ruin this for anybody, by the way. Good, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go into detail. I really enjoy the fact that um, we're seeing a bunch of different uh, factions of Amazons in a way, because it's like yes. you got Artemis doing one thing and you got, Nubia. yeah. And you have like, um, uh, Hippolyta. Hippolyta been... sent, she sent out another character yes. who has gone by the name of Wonder Girl before or, and does. Oh, out as well. Okay. Um, to join the hunt for this Yara floor. Right. She's, they don't know who she is. She's, this no, is she's also a harbinger of something oh. bad, and they got to take care of this, okay. right? So All there's right. a whole bunch of people looking for Yara. Mm -hmm. Yara in this issue will rec or realize, not realize, but like be gifted something that will start her on her journey. Mm -hmm. What I love about the writing of this is that it really introduces me to mythology I am not familiar with. Okay. And so I really, really dig that quite a bit. Yeah. Right? Like, I know I'm just you like, do. that's great. That like I, I love like getting a the most cursory glimpse yes. because i know it's like it's like a page or so for something some really beautiful uh character designs especially one that we saw in like the last page of the previous issue yeah. with that like oh that serpent that like or i want to call it like a mermaid but she's not yes like the siren <laughs> like style character who they say is from brazilian myth and like i was like oh that's cool they give us like a little history yeah like, a little bit and it totally works here's what's not working for me in this issue um i don't know if joelle fell behind on deadline i don't know if the plan was for joel to not draw this whole series right but nothing against uh adriana mello at all it's just they have a very significantly different art style yes and it is at time jarring when we go from the yara floor storyline mm -hmm. to the everything else storyline okay in how the art shifts well that is a significant Joelle, shift. yeah adriana okay okay like it's pretty i do like mellow's art so for me i am i'm a joelle jones like fan of like the totally. way like no. there's an effortlessness to the way she captures a body yes and a body in action yeah. and a face and like facial like like emotions yes where no, the, the star of this book is joelle jones right the reason to read it but then you get like you get well. It's it's a little bit more contemporary comics. I I don't mind it. I think that's fine. But it's also just it's a different book. It's I a completely feel like book. I feel like totally if, different feel. So like it is a totally different feel. But so for me, I was like, oh. And then when you see like this, at least this preview cover oh, here yeah, that gorgeous. says that it's just that it's just her. Her and her. It seems I'm, like I'm it's like kind of deceptive. Yeah, I'm, but I'm also wondering if it was just like a, it was a need. Right. It might have been. It usually is. That was one of my concerns. Like anytime we ever find like an artist who's amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. typically it's because like they need the time, mm -hmm. you know, like when you find out like Assad Ribic is doing a monthly book, I all, and same with Yoel Jones. I'm like, uh Oh yeah, they definitely I'm like, don't just make a black label book. Like just, just do a thing. Take the time you need. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's why I was like, Oh, D dubs is doing a five issue beta ray bill book. He's probably worked on it for a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And cause like, I don't doubt that writing this and drawing this, is a feat is i i can't imagine it yeah because she has such a consistency to her art yep i just was like 
really taken out of the moment when the art first shift mm-hmm. like shifted i was like oh oh yeah um i still like the story sure I still enjoy like you know not only creating this new character but also shining a light on some other characters who have been part of the wonder woman mythos okay cool but maybe you know kind of peek in here and there but like don't really not lately at least haven't really been like hey look at me i'm, right. I'm part of this you know yeah. what i mean like yeah and that it's kind of fun artemis is still kind of a jerk of course because you know. that's fine <laughs> that's good um but we also get like eros shows up so oh. it's like this combination of mythology cool coming into play and i'm like cool that's great. So I'm I'm gonna pick up the next one, but I was like, if you think you're getting a, it's 100% Joel Jones. It's not 100% Joel Jones in this issue, and I should probably look up why, why, or like at least what's to come. Exactly. Because I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deb M. Love the Black Widow episode more. I laughed to the point of tears. Reminded me of when I worked at Wendy's. Uh, if you haven't already checked it out, we did a back issues on the first arc of Kelly Thompson's Wonder Woman run or Black Widow run. Uh, uh, and uh, we talk about flat, fast food, and it's just super funny, and I'm glad that uh, it uh, it reached you guys. Uh, and Joey Amorim says, it's pronounced Amorim. Don't worry, Sal, it's a common issue. Okay, uh, sorry for the spam. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you too, man. Thank you very much, Joey Amorim, for your help. I hope and, you're uh, saying it correctly even still. He says Amorim. I'm just saying. Well, I'm saying it the way I'm going to say it for, um, from now on. Oh, my God. Uh, Axe says, uh, hey, guys, first time here. Love from Mexico. Well, uh, gracias uh, for watching us. I used to be able to say that in Spanish, but I can't anymore. Uh, what else did you read? Anything? Or do you want to just talk about X-Men? Let's just talk about it. All right, let's just talk about X-Men. Right? Just, oh, I did read something else, but I can't. we can't super talk about it. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we actually had an opportunity to read an upcoming series. Yes, we can talk about that. Series. We can't, you can't do spoilers. I won't it, give any spoilers. Sure that, that, to say that we can't give any spoilers. Yeah. Is this just, was it just number one? Just number one. Oh, okay. No, the number two was there as well. I read both. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't read two. I just read the one. I read both of them. I was so enamored. I thought I I read the first one so quickly Mm -hmm. that I thought it was just the continuation. I realized it was the second issue. There's going to be a new series coming out uh, from Image Mm -hmm. in the same vein of, hey, let's almost have a full sentence. It's a title. It's how it works. Ready for this? It's the me you love in the dark. You love in the dark. Number one. Uh, will be coming out, I believe, on August 4th. It's yes. written by Scotty Young with art by Jorge Corona, mm-hmm. who I believe worked on Middle West together. Ah. Like That team worked together there. And so now they're taking on a different style of story. Yes. Um, it's a five-issue miniseries from Image Comics. Yes. We can't... I, again, we can't spoil anything for you, but I devoured both issues. I'm not surprised. This is about... <laughs> wait for it everybody this is about wait, wait is there a, is there like a thing i can just read oh like a little blurb yeah 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 yeah. i'm wondering if there's like a blurb there's one right here it like says that, that i can uh, safely say an artist an artist named roe retreats from the grind of the city to an old house in a small town to find solace and inspiration without realizing the muse within is not what she expected oh um listen if you have if you take part in any creative endeavors and that could be anything yeah. it could be like, you know, writing in a journal or drawing or just writing in general, creating music, videos, any, anything, yeah. like even if it's like scrapbooking or like even, I don't know, you've probably run into a creative block. Oh yeah. And so like, if you have, that is what this character is experiencing. Yeah. Um, and for me, that kind of hit hard. Right. I was like, <gasps> um but then on top of it to add this like other like mystical sort of element to it yeah 
Yeah, that I was like super, super into. I loved the look of this book. Not only does it feel like obviously I've seen this art before because of Middle West, but it gives it has like an artistic feel to it. And I know it's oh, yeah. stupid because it's art and every comic book panel you see has an artistic feel to it. But yes. but you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about. <laughs> um but this also like gives it this like kind of grim, gritty, dark feel to it as well. Oh, totally. And yeah. it's just it's it's like the right amount of like like creepy where mm -hmm. it's like it's not scary. I want to put it as it's creepy. Yes. Although there is some stuff that happens in the second show. I was like, that's oh. a little more towards the other way. Okay. Um, but there's also a great sense of like sarcasm mm -hmm. and like, you know, I like Rose character. Yes. As well, I think she puts a lot of um, interesting pressure on herself. That's fair. Um, yeah. I'm trying so hard not to, not to <laughs> like, give it away, give anything away. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I, I highly recommend you, you, you pick this up when it comes out. Yep. Uh, it, it, again, it'll be August 4th, the me you love in the dark. It'll be just five issues. But again, like if you enjoy Scotty Young as a, as a writer, which if you're reading strange Academy, you probably do. But now just imagine he's writing a, a comic that's rated mature. Right. Instead. Um, yeah. Jorge Corona's art. I've never seen before. I would you have, to I see... showed you a little bit of middle West, but like, oh, that's right. I'm middle yeah, West. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. But like, but I don't, I don't see that very consistently. Like no. I, you've shown me middle West, but I don't see yeah. it in, in the wild, but, uh, but the I, art is spectacular. Yeah. Beautiful and, 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 and haunting. Great stuff. We try not to sell things, but like Sal's like sent this over to me. He's like, I think you might like, I this. think you're going to like this. And I showed you one page on my phone. I'm like, look at what they sent us. And you're like, <gasps> so yeah, I read both issues. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which means that now I get to just pick them up on physicals. To That's just right. Have. Yeah. Uh, B Black says, have Jonathan Hickman and Alex Ross ever worked together? X-Men number one was great. Love the historic location of the base. Wish, still wish Tempo was on the team. It's fair. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. But uh, I, I would expect that to happen at some point. That might the break the comic book world. That's right. <laughs> Elizabeth Russell, I was also wondering if you guys had read any of the Nailbiter series by Joshua Williamson. And if so, what did you think of it? It's uh, funny because Sal just came to the conclusion that we apparently didn't have the first volume, even though I'm pretty convinced. You're pretty convinced we, we had, had it. it somewhere. But if we don't have it in any of the locations, it normally would be either we never had it and I fabricated a memory. Or it's lost. Yeah, we I, probably have it somewhere. Or we were lent it out. Or something I like don't that. know. So, no. Because that would have been for quite a while. So we just picked it up. So yes. now I can start it because I'm not going to start in volume two. Yeah. Uh, I've made those mistakes. No, that's right. In the past. Yeah. I feel like I can just read here. It's fine. That's how I read uh, Mortal Hulk. Uh, Rusky 9110 <laughs> says, uh, move from the city to a small town. Horror vibes. Pledged is pledged. Yeah. Uh -oh. Yeah. Well, watch out for those woods. Listen, the woods are beautiful during the daytime. That's right. Yeah. Just don't stay there at night. Once the sun starts going down, not only A, do you run the risk of running into a supernatural and or mythical terror, but also it becomes bear time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Certain <laughs> hour bear time happens. According to an old friend of mine. Yeah. Dan V, uh, I know you all discussed Black Widow Labor, but, but the latest episode of Loki was so good. Richard E. Grant is one of my favorite actors and he got his moment. He sure did. Yeah. I am uh, not convinced he's gone. No, neither am I. Uh, Denial, uh, first issue of X-Men felt like a quicker, cleaner version of Aaron's Dark Celestials arc. <laughs> eh, it was probably the sci-fi and the giant monster battles. No. no, This is nothing like that. That felt arc. like... Do not let this person, who is a good guy, I know Denial, uh, but skew your opinion about this. This is nothing like Aaron's run. Aaron's no. run is... That moment in there when that thing showed up made... It felt more like an Evangelion monster. Yes, it did. Like And like I really enjoyed that. Yeah. No, I, I just loved this issue. 
of course, it's X-Men number one, the first issue, the debut of the new X-Men or the X-Men. I don't know what you want to call them, but they're the X-Men and they're they're here and you got to deal with it. They're the X-Men and, and uh, yeah, no, they're great. I, I, I think this team, it's it's them getting together. I won't lie. There was part of me that completely forgot Cyclops was on the team. Me too. I was like, oh, he's going to say see them off. And then it's like, no, 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 he, he's on the team. I was team. like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, right, 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 right. Like, he's not going to not be there with his wife. No. Rogue gonna... and Gambit can make it work. Yes, they can make it work. But Cyclops too is, is not as, as secure as, as she is. <laughs> As Gambit is. Gambit's like, I'm Gambit. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can handle it. You cannot, Scott. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, X-Men number one. Jerry Duggan, Pepe Larraz, Marta Gracia, some of the titans of the industry right now. Gracia is one of the best colorists. Uh, they, Pepe Larraz's art, second to none nowadays. It looks so good. By the way, don't you love this cover? Because it's like, what actually happens in the book is on the cover. Yeah. But also dinosaurs. But also dinosaurs. What? Yeah. Just awesome. I love those dinosaurs. They're, They're great. not quite as good as the draw features. No, <laughs> those Jurassic Park dinosaurs are amazing. Just, yeah, they look so thrilled. <laughs> anyway. Okay, sorry, let's get to the actual comic. Yeah. But uh, we introduced a new villain. New villain, new villain, and of course they're always petty, miserable, like jealous people. This is like I, I, I felt bad for this person. Like, I did this, too. This, this this villain grows up, Kelvin Heng. Yep, young. I don't know how to say this appropriately. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a child genius. Yeah, he graduates at the age of thirteen. So as you can imagine, probably very different childhood than a lot of us. Yep. you know what I mean. His he you know, makes a uh, hundred million dollars mm-hmm. very quickly. And yep. his parents steal it are just the worst. Yep. And they take it and they basically abandon him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're, by the way, they're no, like they, one of them's a Nobel prize winner. The other one's um, a nuclear physicist. Yeah. Like they're intelligent folks. Yep. But I guess they just didn't trust him enough. I think and... they didn't trust him. And I think they're all jealous. They were, yeah, of course. I mean, like, would you, would you, two super smart people? I mean, there's a chance you would make a dummy, but you made a super smart kid. Yep. Be happy, but uh, then his next. I feel like I feel bad. This next, there you go. And I was like, okay, he, now he, like, you get builds it. Builds himself back up, right after his like you know complete destruction due to his parents like you know leaving and stuff like that. Builds himself back up, and his target's gonna be Mars. Yep, he's gonna he's gonna colonize Mars, and then he's just all his crew is like looking on the monitors and they see uh uh oh, not so much, and the 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 sequence of events where we see that happen is just spectacular because just like there it is, and then. They're gone. And then they're gone. And he's just in his office. Like, it's just over. Doing it. So now we we have a perfectly legitimized reason as to why this guy hates mutants. They took his birthright from him. Yeah, he's already lost everything. And he's like, and now to lose it again. He also, like, changed himself. He did. Like, he did something. Like, he changed his, he altered his body for Mars, he says. Yes. So that he can be, like, stronger and cooler and red. But, uh, yeah. So then we meet, like, we see the new, uh, embassy what do you want to call this This is this is the treehouse is the treehouse it's the called tre- the treehouse it's called the treehouse the treehouse is basically just like the new headquarters for the x-men in the middle of new york mm-hmm. uh ben urich is there in a really fun like integrated marvel universe kind of way to kind of get a quote ben is so ben i'm so thrilled i would I love ben's interaction with scott because i'm like yes yes you hold his feet to the fire ben don't let these mutants just do whatever they well, want he's also introducing like a like a, like a problem mm-hmm. that we all knew was going to crop up yeah but get so uh you know ben interviews scott uh, scott treats it like a pr experience like no i've got all kinds of good answers quick answers for you here you go and ben immediately starts moving on like further and further he's like he asks him about like the designs for their suits and uh and and how well he's asking if uh, jumbo made them yeah jumbo he's like of course he did 
He's like, okay, so and exactly when did he die? How did he die? Is he back? What do you, what's the story with that? Right. What's the story with all of it actually? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta go. How did he die again? You want to talk about it? <laughs> you know, because because he was definitely dead. Good night. And then he goes back to Krakoa and he's like, why boy? Why are we even doing this? What a stupid idea. Talking to these humans. Bleh. No, he says he's he like talking to reporters. Like he can't handle he had a great time outside. He meant like because like this treehouse area is open to the public. And yes. there are, like people wandering around, they want to take photos of Cyclops. He's who doesn't want to live in a treehouse? Oh. I thought that was cute. It is cute, but it's also like very carefully coordinated uh propaganda to convince you that they're it's just these cuddly, sweet, wonderful mutants. Oh, look at all the wonderful um, advancements that I'm they've sorry, given us. Do you not want to live in a treehouse at all? I yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that'd be awesome. But like, I'm just saying, I'm suspicious of people who hand me tree houses. That's what I'm doing. Okay. You build a tree house. Now they, part of the fun is building it. And they did. They built it. They did build it. Yeah. And now I get to hang out in it. Cool. Well, they owned it. Emma bought yeah, it. Good for them. I'm just saying, you know, but don't say it's mine. Don't don't be like, oh, everyone gets to enjoy the treehouse. You built no, the treehouse. They get to You're letting the, me hang out in your treehouse. They get to enjoy the park around it. And trust me, New York needs more parks. They, they do indeed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. It's like the Justice League. It is like the, the Justice League. The Hall of Justice. It is, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that these X-Men are superheroes. The idea is, or at the very least, like, it's again, it's another one of those, like, it's another piece of their little intricate puzzle where they're mm-hmm. like, we are... We it's actually kind of hearkening back to the astonishing X-Men run where Cyclops is like, we need to be superheroes. We gotta put costumes on, we gotta go out there, we gotta put ourselves out there in front mm-hmm. of the in front of the people because like their heroes are superheroes. We gotta do that too. Yeah. And they're doing it again. And they're like, here's the X-Men. We go and do a superhero adventures. And it's very much a superhero kind of comic, but yeah. in the Hickman era. Right. Can we also talk about how like during that um like Ben in, like interview? Yeah. Um, they drop like a little like like Duggan drops like a little history. Duggan? Yeah. Yeah. Drop is Duggan? It's Duggan. Okay. <laughs> drops it could a, be Dugan, but it's probably Duggan. Um, drops a little like history, but like not like any I'm going to give you a history lesson. They give you a little bit more of it later on. Yeah. Um, but it actually made me look it up. Right. Which I was like, I really appreciated that about like Seneca Village. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they I think they call it I can't remember what they they it's the treehouse, but it's also they mentioned something about calling it Seneca yeah. something. Seneca Park. I think yeah, it's called, I think Seneca, it's called Park. Seneca Park. Yeah. And how it's like, you know, like Ben's like, oh, you know your history. Right. And like Cyclops kind of makes a comment, but it's like, it's kind of up to you, the reader, to look that to up look or that understand up to learn what they're more talking about. about it. And I was like, that was really smart. And I really appreciated that because like I didn't know much about that. I don't know. Me either. Honest, I live right next to New York City. I, I still know, like, know. I know like maybe a thimble's full of it's like it's you history know, and, yeah. and its growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. And if you get a chance, like there's a, there's like a, uh, a couple of articles out there. Um, one is like by like Central Park Conservancy, uh, Conservancy, where you can read about it. Oh, cool! So uh, we get to get a, a a better view of what the treehouse is and what it does, and how like we get a cross section. You know, it's a whole thing. We're building the universe. We're setting up this thing. Yeah. So you can you know you can you can make your video game three D levels of it, or you can you know imagine yourself there, and you know it's just it also what just looks whole... cool. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a glib interaction between Polaris and. Uh, Cyclops, where she says she has a confession, and he says, "Well, if you killed Wanda, please don't tell me." Like, please don't. I'm like, wow, <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, uh, 
you know, Polaris, it was a joke. She was like, well, when I found out I was going to live in a tree, I almost shifted the poles of the earth. So <laughs> I wouldn't have to do that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, then there, then there's an attack. Well, it's such like uh this is such like a kind of like cliche. Yeah. But like not, not in any, a great like, way. Not in any like laser in the sky kind of cliche. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, classic superhero thing is a fiery comet. Yep. Rogue is rogue. Rogue costume. No yeah. BS. No. Leather just- jacket, white hair rogue flying in the sky super strong and they get attacked by an even get by, by an angel yeah <laughs> there's no other way to put it it's clearly that's exactly what they're going for it kind of it has like those vibes like that and maybe a couple other things mixed in there but... look at the per- look at the color scheme <laughs> well that would be an evangelion as yeah well. that'd be an true. ava yeah um but no it gave me like angel vibes i love that little like oh this is the zoom in yeah of like yeah because like it's, it's like not a huge comet no she's like it's not that big right and then it's like kaboom oh it's much bigger than i thought it was <laughs> it's much larger in person yeah good stuff <laughs> and that just turns into a superhero fight like they they the, the the x-men are dispatched they team up they do their thing and they they come up with these like you know solutions for dealing with it and uh who is it i think it's sync comes up with the plan or is it sunfire uh who comes up with like the actual plan to defeat i think it's sync i think you're right I think it's sync, but Sunfire is like, oh my gosh, can we please do that? Yeah. Can we please Let's do, that? do it. Let's do it. And they just, so they pull up some, uh, some metal that they need. From like a, a con- construction site nearby. Yep. Listen, mm-hmm. and I thought about that for a minute. I was like, don't they have to replace all of that? And I was like, Emma's pockets are deep. Yeah. Plus they could also give them a uh, soul if they wanted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they could also trade for any sort of Krakoa and anything mm-hmm. like, yeah. So they got to fight this giant monster. What are they going to do? Well, they end up with their powers combined creating a friggin mech yeah it's dope and it's so like cute it's adorable and I, silly yep i like its feet <laughs> i liked its uh i liked its face and its big hands like its oversized hands yep the whole thing is great yep the whole thing's great so you know this little capsule robot yep it's capsule robot and they just manipulate him to to kick ass they also uh i think i think wolverine uh, takes the the final blow, but they, they yeah, she needs a hole. She's yeah. like, just give me a hole, and I'll I'll take care of the rest. Yep, so they just they just oh they they lose the arm too. Oh, so they send uh, Wolverine in, and Wolverine like kills the brain, and it just like collapses. Yep, and right at the nick of time, everybody else shows up to show you what a cohesive well, Marvel they, universe you have. They but they also <clears throat> they 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 phoned it to Gene. Yeah. They were like, we're on our way. Right. Like, hopefully we'll have this taken care of by the time, by the time you get, get there. But everybody clocks Which in. Which I appreciate because it wasn't like they're like, we don't need your help. No. Like they were just like, no, I know. Hopefully well, it won't be too bad. But they're showing you, you know, like yeah. the uh the Avengers show up. Nice job, X-Men, the Fantastic Four. Oh, I gotta go. Good job. Spider-Man's there too, I think. Yeah, it's hard to tell. But he's Which... like, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with this. <laughs> I'm glad I had to clock it on this it one. It's cute. <laughs> uh but yeah, and I'm like, that's it's, fun. Yeah. Like it's just like look at the X-Men being in the Marvel Universe and the Marvel Universe being like, Good for you guys. All right. Thanks for not inviting us to any more orgies. And uh, yeah. And so they, they have a big victory and they're like, hooray. Uh, and then they study this, this, this thing where it's like, may have been a weapon. Yeah, What is this? Yeah, thing? Like, where did it come from? What is this? So we got to learn where, 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 where did it come from? Yeah. We find out where it came from. <laughs> right. It came from game world. It came from game world, which is like Mojo world, but it's, it, it's all about get, anything can be waged like wagered on. Yeah. Here. Which reminds me a lot of the friggin', uh the 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 casino or like whatever that was established in the dan slot fantastic four run i kind of remember that but it's not that and i think it's not that deliberately because of what slot did to franklin wouldn't play ball that's interesting slot wanted to 
talk about what a big deal he was. And uh, so, yeah, Game World, uh, all bets are closed. We, you know, and we watch like these elite aliens being like, oh, no. Did you also love the big eagle in a tuxedo? Because <laughs> yeah. I loved the big eagle. He's in amazing. Like, Scree. Can you see him later on, too? He's just literally wearing a tux. I'm like, yes. 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 More alien birds, <laughs> I guess. Anyway. My friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so anyway uh and like they establish like a like a brain parasite that's it's a, it's a fungal parasite yeah that's of course plants and everything but it's inhabiting the body of like a long lost astronaut which reminded me very much of that episode of star trek yes mm. of the astronaut that the like aliens find and create like a nightmare realm of uh based on a novel of a real live yeah novel. yeah yeah maybe that's where he got the idea of the, maybe. Of the gambling yeah anyway so then uh you know ben yurik uh wrote an article no here it's like it says the the desk of so yeah, i don't know if it's like is okay is, is that like his like column yeah this is editorial without the x-men and it's basically just like you know shut up sit down x-men are here you know do i you know am, did the did the did the mars thing rub me the wrong way kind of but that being said let me let me let me do a little list of things that i had a problem with in the marvel universe let me uh, shit on Bendis's run on 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 everything. I was for gonna a say while. I really dug that he was like the fact is it's like you hear people talking about how it's like they're doing that so they can stage an invasion. He's like, which makes zero sense because the aliens that were there were already on Earth. Yep. So. So no. What? Uh, but he also but he also uh, approaches it with like a Ben Urich level of cynicism and scrutiny, where he's like, you know, why do they make this treehouse? A treehouse isn't threatening. That they're here. I really like that. Yeah, I see. You read that as cynical. Yeah. I read that as like it's like it's not threatening. You shouldn't be worried. Like, hey, stop like looking at it with this with this negativity. No, I think it's like don't be. No, like, I think he's welcome like, them, but don't be afraid. No, I to, like, I read questions. I read that paragraph as like a like listen. You can totally have your concerns. Yeah, but like trust me, if you go there and you see it, like it's not like a maybe it'll change. Your maybe mind. we yeah, like maybe it's not all like like doom and gloom yeah like maybe they really do mean good like that's how i read that. that's fair yeah i don't know yeah uh what the hell is this uh, we're in new jersey we're yeah, in a particularly evil part of new jersey ha ha ha, ha. everyone's got to make that joke it's the pine barrens right let's just go with that sure that's that's where the jersey devil is yeah <laughs> that's true presumably they have a piece of the alien, alien? yeah or the, the robot alien thing from the big fight the and alien. like they're trying to combine genetics like right more genetic whatever's uh but the idea is like it's like inevitably they expose it to radiation there's this person who's like the test subject and they you know they're basically like what can kill it like yeah well, they're, they're trying to like they're trying to evolutionize this people. particular sequence made me think of like alice resident evil movies yes where they were they keep like, making her and making her and, and then, yeah take that as you will good bad that's also up to you. of uh, doomsday when it's like we made a thing we threw it out into the wilderness they killed it we brought it back we mm -hmm. made it stronger sent it back and now we've made a thing that can't be killed yeah so it's just that it's like a lot of things that are in the x-men right now which i kind of like because it's like we're seeing a lot of things that are like similar but not quite the same and like it's like they're all gonna coalesce at the same time yeah, yeah. also use a string board right uh, we also uh, are dealing with the jumbo thing. Yeah, we're like the idea of like 
how like they're like listen i'll be able to take them down i'll, I'll figure this out but like how are mutants conquering death like yes. they've started to piece it together and this attorney's back no this bad attorney from new mutants <laughs> contact blurred the space lawyer Overall, I dug I dug the issue quite a bit. I, I really like the voice of everybody. Yep. I, I like the team up. Super I like fun issue. I like that we're starting off on a good foot. That they like we're not dealing with like how do we work together because like they came all came from Krakoa. Yeah, they're all already of them have already been working together. So exactly. I really appreciate that. I do also appreciate that they acknowledge that uh, a couple of mutants other like wanted to be on the team and they almost were like Tempo. Yeah, but Tempo helped to build the the treehouse. It's like a, like a wink and a nod. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really, I really liked it. I'm looking forward to seeing more from this. Uh, from this book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, B Black says, uh, do you have any favorite mutant powers? Mine's always been Nightcrawler's ability to teleport. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The healing factor is kind of dope. Yes. <laughs> uh, I do like a healing factor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan V's back to say, what if uh, is also the show I'm looking forward to the most? I love the trailer. Ten episodes this year, followed by ten next year, along with Loki season two is great cool yeah. i uh, didn't know there was season two of loki uh, i don't think that's a good idea but whatever what do i know uh and denial oh nope sorry uh i gotta go back i mean we had a lot of people which is uh, very nice which is great i'm just saying I, like problem. because it, it causes the, the scroll to uh it's good <laughs> landon clark uh been watching since middle school and i'm off to college this fall oh so gosh. happy to finally support well congratulations, congratulations landon thanks for being here man lucky to have you and thank you for watching for so long good en- luck in college enjoy 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 get as much as you can out of it but like in a responsible balanced way and yeah. i mean that for real right uh b black says uh how do you feel about the new x-men villains being businesses infringed upon too many similar motivations of not or not or grounded non-mutant villain concept that sounds like uh you know ripped from the headlines slash like what you'd expect that's a very x-men villain is that kind of thing yes uh denial says duggan killing it on his premiere x-men issue and marauders has me looking back for his infinity wars event and halting it and hating it on and hating on it even more because <laughs> there's no way that his voice or vision at the wheel agreed yeah his infinity wars is unre- is irredeemable but does not make him a bad uh a, ba- a bad writer at all no i've liked a lot of his work mm-hmm. but uh, infinity wars i know is- you were a little worried about this though. i was yeah no because of that, yeah um, but yeah, no, Infinity Wars is a big pile of trash. Uh, Mr. Roberto says, Roboto. I Roboto, sorry, Roberto. Um, Mr. Roboto, I remember Skrulls living on Earth. Is that over? Yeah, it's over. That's I mean, over. you can't, you know, you never know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, Mr. Roboto also says the evil part of New Jersey is not a joke, Sal. Okay. No, it is. That's it a, is a big joke. joke. It's a big, stupid joke. Um, the evil part of New Jersey is me. Yeah, oh, no. Rah. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see looks like you're gonna talk about spider-man i am gonna talk about spider-man but i'm like what the hell what what bullshit prelude did they put into this book to get to the friggin actual credits page it's uh written by nick spencer with art by frederico vicentini who is quickly becoming the zeppi kemencoli of the nick spencer run and i mean that to say like it was a fill-in artist that is now quickly becoming like the mainstay artist in the series probably because they can actually produce on uh like a timetable no complaints there because I like Vincini's art, Vincentini's art much more than Cam and Coley's art, whose art I loathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 70, the start of the prelude or whatever to Sinister War. Uh, do you remember all those other times when Spider-Man's villains teamed up and fought Spider-Man? Well, That's here it is never again. Happened. Never happened. There isn't a, there, no. It's so never happened. Here, here it is again. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. 
but here it is again, and they're doing it again and again and again and again. And there's like a bunch of Sinister Sixes that are all teaming up to fight Spider-Man. Oh no. Um, this is actually a really fun issue. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it you know, it's it's cul- it, it, it seems like a culmination of a lot of uh, Spencer's plot threads, but tidying it up in a fun way. Uh, you know, it, it's also using characters that like I would be concerned or intimidated about using because of how much exposure they've gotten. Like Doc Ock is putting together another Sinister Six and it's the original Sinister Six. He's getting Craven's clone finally for like the first time ever in a long, long time. We're getting like a almost real Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. You know, Craven's finally on it instead of like a placeholder like Hobby or uh, or Gog. Um, but they go on to get Lizard. They use that like splitter machine that makes Spider-Man and, and Peter Parker separate. Uh, they do it with Lizard. So now Kirk Connors is finally cured of the Lizard. Oh, his family's Lizards too. So what are you going to do? Uh, Spider-Man gets involved. Mary Jane's got her own uh, if, uh, story arc where like she knows that Carly Cooper is missing. So she goes to meet with like all these people who are part of their like, uh, I love a superhero fan club mm-hmm. uh, and ask about Carly. Nobody knows she, what Mary Jane does not realize that Carly Cooper is cooped up in a prison by kindred with Harry Osborn. But you... she, yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but Harry, of course, uh, you know, there's Kindred's Harry, there's this Harry, there's a corpse Harry, which says to me clones, and I've been saying it forever, so don't let any other comic book YouTuber tell you that they told you first. I did. That <laughs> Kindred was Harry, it's a spirit, that Harry died in, in Spectacular 200, and that the Harry that brought they brought back in one more day was a clone, and that this is all clones. Um, and I'll be I'll be okay with that, because that actually ties in with everything and works for me. Um, but Carly won't tell Harry because, you know, she's like, I found your corpse, but she won't tell him because that needs that, that would advance the plot way too much for an expensive book uh but things are things are coalescing you know kindred is working with octavius and he's got things and he's looking great he is looking great i mean like this is actually you know kindred no, he is, does look great i mean, he does I mean look like great. but uh yeah but he's but he's a gross like you know centipede mummy uh you know kindred is a stupid design and i hate him and i hate those big stupid bugs but like whatever you know like he's he looks like spider-man villain what are you gonna do uh but yeah, uh, they're, but they're bringing Mysterio in on the Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. And, the, and But like, listen, there's more. There's so much more. There's so many more things. You know, there's there's the group of <gasps> mercenaries that had the, and, and with Chance and, uh, you know, like the, the floating casino, which coincidentally ends up being six people. There's the Sinister Six with six of them. There's the, the, the group of six characters from the bar that's like the Sinister Syndicate, but that's only five because the Syndicate had five. Um, there's another Sinister Six with Stegron and Rhino. It's the animals from the Craven arc. And there's also the uh, yes, Tarantula's there. Everybody, watch out! Yep, Spider-Man for Tarantula. Be, you'll be stung. Yeah, you definitely won't be stabbed through the chest. No. Yeah. Well, he'll stab you in the chest, and it's just a stun. It doesn't kill you. Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. Uh, there's also <laughs> the you know the team of like all female supervillains that's like that's fun and cool, and uh, so there there's six of them too. And uh, so and once you see this big final spat, splash page, you're like, oh wow, like. Spencer was building this all up the whole time. That's kind of fun. You know, d- was it worth it? Absolutely not. But like, who you knows? Know, you might enjoy it. No, I know. I mean, like reading all that wasn't, but like, this might be fun. And if you do read it all, you'll be like, oh, that seems you'll, you'll go from, oh, that's convenient to like, oh no, that, that actually, it was but all like, earned. But yeah. He so spent for... like two years setting all this up and now it's finally here to watch all those Spider-Man's villains all fight Spider-Man. And there, and there may be some folk out there who were just like, that's a reward. That's, well, no, that's it is rewarding. I like, want it they to be were a... in like they were in for like the the long haul, and like if you stuck around, this is what you're getting. Absolutely. And hopefully, it's dope. Yeah. Well, I mean, my my genuine hope is that every Spider-Man issue I read is enjoyable and fun, and I think the Sinister War is like 
I think it's coordinated and I think it's deliberate. And I think it's trying to cash in on what Sony's doing. But like that being said, uh, you know what? That seems like a fun idea. And like as long as Peter Parker emerges on top, which of course he won't because of what the pre- what the previews are saying about where the book is going after Spencer leaves. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like as long as we don't see another goddamn Web Warriors book. Yeah, I'm I'm down. Okay. It seems like fun, honestly. Like this issue was a lot of fun to read. The story is, you know, whatever. Uh, it's just it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people are gonna think because I'm like, because of how quickly I went through the story and how blasé I was about the the the, the, the details that I hate it. Uh, the reality is, you know, it's like if you've read a thousand comic books, some of these things are gonna keep pr- cropping up, and you're gonna be a little bit like, oh, okay, well, I've seen that before. Doesn't mean you didn't enjoy it. Just means like, oh, well, I've seen it before, and like, I kind of wish that I would be, be surprised. And there's some people who read comics that are like in their 40s and 50s who are like, nothing interests me, nothing surprises me. I've never been. I, I'm constantly surprised and impressed by new comic books, you know, and 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 even runs on old characters. Like I'm consistently surprised and I'm consistently impressed by like art. You know, uh, they, they released this big page of all the Spider-Man artists over the past, you know, 70 years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of them that I enjoy. And uh, the mainstays on the amazing books, you know, I like them less as we get to the newer eras. And I thought to myself, oh, no, am I becoming like an old, bitter person who doesn't who doesn't like modern comic book art? But the reality is I like comic book art more now consistently than I did when I was a kid. Okay. Like that, like you know, I liked three artists when I was a child, and they were the coolest, like Eric Larson, Todd McFarlane, and Mark Bagley. You know, yeah. And it's like I haven't seen Eric Larson draw anything I wanted to see for the last twenty years. I haven't seen Todd McFarlane draw anything in twenty-five years, and uh, and Mark Bagley continues to impress because he also never stopped. Uh, neither did Eric Larson, but I'm just saying. Um, but like you know, you see like that that uh, that book that has a long title that we like from Image. Like that art is beautiful and incredible. Yes. Dan Mora, you know, D Dubs, you know, Chichetto. There's so many. Laraz. Yeah, Pepe Laraz. The everyone drawing all the X Men books. Like there's so many new amazing artists and writers. You know, who'd have thought that uh, uh, Chef Zdarsky would turn out to be such a such a delight? Who would have thought? Who would have thought that? I don't think anybody reading his books. But you know what? It took me a couple of freaking books to realize that. I'm sorry. But I'm just saying, like, you know, there is new shit out yeah. there that I love. And I like it disproportionately higher than I like some of the older stuff. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't, like, get tiring to read, like, some Spider-Man stuff where it's like, Jesus, what, you can't innovate? But this issue does, like, kind of give me hope for the future. It's just, mm-hmm. but I've read, like, 60 disappointing issues of Spider-Man. And it's like, you know, the law of averages dictates that, like, some of them are going to be fun. And I, I hope the Sinister War is cool. That means we're gonna lose power, but uh, whatever. <laughs> we're quick. We gotta talk about Black Widow. I know, I know. But and like, you gotta talk about Psycho Pirate. Oh yeah, uh, Radium uh, Theater Productions. <laughs> did you enjoy Psycho Pirate and Infinite Frontier? Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, a great new direction for that character that no one wants to use anyway. So why not? Uh, and uh, Mr. Roboto, wait. With Miles Morales, Spider Man clones, can we get Spider Force? No, I no, no more spiders, please. Just stop diminishing my favorite character. Um. So yeah, uh, Black Widow, right? Yeah. Talking about Black Widow now. Yes. Uh, Black Widow is a movie that came out uh, literally this weekend, and we saw it because we rented it on our TV. Yeah, which really worked out because um, it was late. It was late. I got to watch most of the movie with a cat in my lap. Right. We got to pause it so I could pee, and I didn't miss a thing. I'm not saying I don't like going to the theater, but this just worked out really well. It worked out great. And there were four of us, so the movie only really ended up being about four dollars and eighty cents. Yeah. 
<laughs> so we all save money. And by that, I mean, I didn't really save any money because nobody paid me for it. But like, we still, you know, I, I'm going to write it off because it was a business expense. We're talking about it now. Go ahead. Um, so really quick before, because the movie is new, I don't want to spoil everything because everybody in the chat's already probably done it. But I will say, uh, before we get into spoilers, overall quick thoughts. Should, if you, if you were thinking on, or if you were on the fence about Black Widow, should you go see it? Uh, yes, I will say though, be prepared. It is technically, it is a superhero movie, but like some of the like MCU movies have like more of like a genre feel to it. And this definitely has a spy genre feel to it so if you like spy films yeah definitely go watch this yeah yeah uh i liked it and i think that it is it was a it was a nice movie that was actually ended up being like kind of more self-contained and more of like more of like a solo movie than most marvel movies have been in in a long time mm -hmm. so i would definitely recommend it i mean obviously you're gonna go see it so like i would just say you know i liked it yeah now it's getting spoilers um <gasps> ever anderson was in this what <laughs> do you know who ever anderson is no that's mila jovovich's daughter oh that's funny she plays young natasha that's why she had like the, the lips and the eyes oh my god on. yeah she looks just like her that's crazy yeah well Sorry. good for her i hope that uh she's got she's actually really good in this movie she's yeah she's, gonna, young she's gonna be in a couple of things but yeah she goes by ever anderson mm. because separating herself from her mom but it's also wes anderson's oh Wait, no, what? Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson. Paul Sorry. W. S. I always West do that. Well, leave me alone. It's a, it's a, it's a W and it an is. S and then an Anderson. My yeah. brain just goes no, to right. that. You're right. Yeah. But like she goes by Anderson. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Thank you. I knew it was coming. Anyway. Uh, I got to say, just off the top of my head, Kate Shortland's direction was great. Yeah. This, this is one of those things where it's like, I understand, you know, they're like, well, make it a female movie. Let's make it, let's get a female director, all that stuff. But like, legitimately i've never seen anything they've produced uh most of them have been shorts they've never made a movie before except for like lore and berlin syndrome and those are five years apart and five years from now like in the past this is really well directed we got some great acting we got like and you, what's funny is you know you look it up um marvel movies are not the, the action sequences they're not made by directors mm -hmm. they are made in-house by the studio ahead of time by the vfx department mm -hmm. so like if you were like oh they have the you know this sequence was kind of weird and blame the director you can't they're literally made before the movie comes out like they're literally made before they start start shooting the movie that's usually why people like uh hot fuzz edgar wright, edgar wright yeah. uh, dropped out of ant-man and why uh patty jenkins had a, such a problem with thor the dark world and and i think someone else dropped out of uh you know, Derek Robertson dropped out of Doctor Strange 2. Like most of the time, they the, the, apparently the Marvel Studio people say, like, oh, by the way, don't worry about the action sequences. They're already done. Right, right. Which right. sucks. Yeah. Because action sequences can be really creative and mm -hmm. awesome. But the action sequences actually in this movie are pretty do pretty dope. Yeah, no, they are. <laughs> they also don't stop. I don't know, but I don't know about you, but it felt like a breakneck like pace for it me. Did. I thought I had a decent enough like amount of like when we get those breaks quiet moments like they were welcome yeah they were and i thought well paced yes because this was very much like people call it a james bond movie it is not like at all this is like a jason Bourne kind of like yeah no it's not like a modern it, well spy movie. if you're gonna say bond it has to be the modern bond yes. which i'm less familiar with so but if you're thinking of like the larger catalog of james bond i'd say no no i wish it were but uh, like no, I, i'm glad it's not like I, i'm glad it's a little more action oriented of course i want more old bond movies sure but yes uh so but I, but I just want to say she did a great job. She got some really great performances mm -hmm. out of people who have 
done Russian accents before and to lesser success. Uh, she got some really great emotive moments and, uh, and, and told a compelling story. Yep. So that, you know, kudos to you. I hate Ray Winstone. I hate him. I don't know him from anything. Yes, you do. He's Beowulf. In that CG nonsense movie. I never saw that. He's also Jar Jar Binks in King of the Crystal Skull. Jonesy! Oh. I'm the worst character in this movie somehow. I do know. In a, in a cavalcade That's of crap. That's his fault? Yeah, but I've seen him in a number of movies. What do you think of him in this? I thought he was great. Okay, That's thank the thing you. is that I thought he was a terrific villain. And he's the real villain. And the people are like, oh, Taskmaster. He's not the villain. They are not the villain. Taskmaster's not the villain. The villain is Ray Winstone as Dracov. That's the villain. Yeah. Taskmaster is a tool. Is a is a weapon. It's like Loki Scepter being. Oh, Loki Scepter was a crappy villain in that movie. Yeah, it's not a character. Neither was Taskmaster. <laughs> we'll get into Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, everybody did a great job. I like David Harbor. I like Rachel Weisz. I was surprised because I've seen her in like Enemy at the Gates, and yeah. Yeah, I'm not always like she's. D- depends. It really depends. Um, she's great usually. It was nice to see David Harbor. Yeah, yay for him. He's great. Yeah. I want to see him again. I want to see more Red Guardian. Uh, Scarlet <laughs> Joe. Uh, I feel like she kind of was. A little, I was worried because, you know, a Black Widow movie, you'd expect chock full of cameos. You'd expect a whole bunch of like, you know, overshadowing characters. Mm -hmm. And I think she did get a little bit overshadowed in this movie. I don't know. Because I feel like the whole plot about her, like looking for redemption for the collateral damage of executing her tormentor. Mm -hmm. Great idea. But I feel like it kind of came a little too, like I found out that about that too late in the movie for me to be like, this is the emotional core of the movie. Like I thought it was like the more, the more emotional core was her feeling like, Oh, I have a family. And it was more about Yelena getting like her justice than it was about, about uh, Natasha getting her justice. But then they remembered. And so like the end of the movie is about Natasha. You know what I mean? I guess I felt like it was like, you know, you're, you're looking at a black widow who, primarily had been used to you know either working as a, a spy under the the thumb of shield or Udo, the KGB uh, yeah the KGB and then defecting to shield and like at least working with someone like Hawkeye yeah but like not really having that like community connection. that connection like she did with the Avengers and we've set it up with like they just broke up exactly it's a great so, time but like so typically she would go on the run and she'd be fine with it but I feel like we're coming into a Black Widow here who's finding she's not okay with it yes like and normally so, she's like yeah I can be on my yeah, own yeah and so while the like ending of the movie might be about that redemption or that like like closing out that chapter of her life, which yeah. we've seen historically throughout her role there. Like, you know, you know, she's got red in her ledger, that kind of thing. Like, yes, she wants to like clean things up as she goes. Yeah. I think it's also like a desire to find herself because like for the first time, maybe in a while, she doesn't know what to do with herself. Right. Like for and the so, first like, time she's alone again. That's how like I saw this is like, she kind of left at the opportunity yeah. to do to anything else. And right. Rekindle with something else. That's fair. Even if like she didn't necessarily want it, there's something drawing her to it because that's a like, great, that's a great point. And it's a really terrific like arc for her that I like. And I think that's why it's like that because that's how, she, that's how it ends is mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to like, like family's worth fighting for. Yep. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, I, I loved, uh, you know, I was really worried about uh, Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova because of her accent in the first trailer I ever saw. And I said this on another, on another show. I have a, I have a tinfoil hat theory about this. I think that over the last year and a half, they re they they re-recorded all the audio. 
I think that they like sent everyone back to do. That's a little bit tinfoily. I know. Friend. I think that they're. I think they redid the uh, Russian accents. I think that they they're because they're better than they were in the first trailer. Well, is it possible that from the first trailer they used a different take? Oh yeah, easily, which they usually do. You know, I'm thinking like, of Crystal Skull again, where he says part time wrong, and it's yeah. like, yeah, no, they absolutely could have, but. Like obviously, like they probably have, they've got coaches there. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, they, yeah. they could have had one take. They're like, use that take, right? Do the next take, and that'll be. For, yeah, for I'm just saying that. Like overall, I was impressed that like no one really graded on me when it came to the Russian accents, and I was surprised slash impressed that like David Harbor they set up in the beginning. He's just sounds like David Harbor, but then he's like Russian later. Like his real accent is the Russian thing. Yeah, I'm really shocked they didn't have him go like, you know, to make Yelena feel better just adopt the voice of what he sounded like before. So we wouldn't have to keep doing it. Right. Uh, and I'm kind of like impressed. They didn't go that shorthand. I feel like David Harbor would be like, I'm down. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll do the voice. I got to sound like me and the, the stranger things. Or if we ever do Hellboy two, <laughs> we're never doing Hellboy. Which is two. funny. Cause he worked with Mila Jovovich in Hellboy. Yes. And then he got to work with uh, her daughter yeah. in, uh, in black widow. That's kind of fun. That's a fun little six degrees of separation. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah, no. Uh, but overall, you know, yeah, uh, those are some standouts. Rachel White's a nice job too. I, I for a movie called Black Widow, there's a lot of Black Widows in this movie. Yes, well, because it's like it's like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Yes, yeah, which Except is like it, unless like you know there's going to be like twenty of them, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I like that idea. If you think about it, like if if you're on the outside of this, yeah, you hear like oh, Widow's oh, coming, Black for Widow's you. coming, yeah, yeah, and like. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. But yeah. it's like why you can never stop them. Right. Like I killed Black Widow. Oh, no. No, you didn't. Black right. Widow still lives. Exactly. And that's fine. That's a great idea. That's I, I expected that. That's in the comics. It works. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun. It was like it's a movie called Black Widow. And like. Obviously, it's going to be called Black Widow, but also like thematically it works because it isn't ju- because it's about the Black Widow program. Mm-hmm. It stars at least three Black Widows. Yeah. Like it is about Black Widow. Yep. And not just the one that we call Black Widow. It's about the concept of being Black Widow. Mm -hmm. Clever. Even if it's like accidental. (laughs) Or incidental, I might say. But yeah. uh, uh, As far as acting goes, there was no real weak points. Even the children. No, the children were great. Were great too. They were really, really great. That's so hard to accomplish. I I really, very nice. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. Those sequences. I I enjoyed, I really just enjoyed all of it. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I didn't notice, you know, it wasn't like I was like, well, you really you want to notice, but like I noticed that, like, you know, it was a very female heavy cast, which I only noticed after watching it. And I appreciate how well balanced mm-hmm. it was. Like it didn't, it wasn't doing it to prove a point. It did it because that's, that's what the story happened to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, even if there was an agenda, which I doubt or or don't care, le- I couldn't care less about. I think it just has to do with the subject it matter. Just have, yeah, like, it's, it's just like it's about the these women, is. and yeah. like that's cool. And like Red Guardian didn't get sidetracked or like he got MCU'd, but like that's MCU. That's not Black Widow. Like Red Guardian is Red Guardian through and through, and he didn't get diminished. No, it he, wasn't like he was. They didn't, and he like, wears his outfit for most of the movie. He really does. And that's so cool. Like 50% of the movie, he's in that. He puts it on like for no good reason, just at dinner. He's like, I'm just going to put it on. 
He's like, yeah. And I'm like, good for you. I, did you, We watched that video where like you go to David Harbour's house and yes. like, he shows off his collections and he has like a, he has an original copy of the first appearance of Red Guardian. Yeah. And like when he shows it off, he's, this video came out like two years ago. He's just like, it's like, Dave, there's Red Guardian. Oh boy. Like he's so thrilled to he's be so in thrilled. it. I feel so bad. Cause it's like, first of all, Hellboy bombed, oh, right? Then this movie got delayed, delayed by a and year. delayed and delayed and delayed. He's like, could anyone please yeah. just acknowledge that I was, I'm in a, that I'm oh. in one of these big freaking things. <laughs> Come on. I mean, like you're in stranger things and it's not like you're not coming back, but right? like, but that's going to take forever. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's probably not going to be great, but you know, uh, yeah. And, and I'll, I, because I just, I remember saying before the movie came out, I'm like, David Harbor, uh, red guardian, make a winter guard movie. You cowards. Uh, having seen it, yeah, no, keep making, yeah, make that Winter Card movie. Like, you just I wanna, want a bear man. That which was we didn't get that Sal at the end of the movie. He's like, I'm a little disappointed there wasn't a bear man. I'm like, for real? Yeah, you thought you were getting a bear man. Well, he was in it, Ursa Major, and he the, that's the arm wrestling, right? But yeah, but he wasn't a bear. Uh, so um, I'm sorry. In the Black Widow movie, you thought they were like, and also a bear man because you know would have been a better post credit scene. <laughs> that would be like the like the like the chef. The meowscular chef showing up in the monster hunter for which like everyone was the else. best moment in the monster like, movie. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. If you can put Nick Fury on a spaceship, uh, yeah, no, I'm at just, the end of a Spider-Man, I, I sequel, hear you. I just it, it would have been very out of left field. It wasn't even like no. Other, Red other, Guardian other... goes into a cabin in the woods and he's just like, "Hey, come on, buddy!" And he's like, "Drink, <laughs> finally, Dasvidaniya." Like that's the that's the post credit scene. Let's do this. Yeah, I mean, like, or it could just be about the movie we just saw. Yeah, but like, none of the post credits are about that. Sometimes they are. Yeah, but the last yeah, but this post credit was a freaking teaser for Hawkeye. Yeah. Which, by the way, apparently I found out Elena Belova's Black Widow will be in every episode of the Hawkeye show. That's dope. Yeah. I was like, what? That's dope. I was a little disappointed at first because I'm like, I want to see Haley Steinfeld be Hawkeye. Yay. But also, she's such a good, compelling, fun Black Widow that I'm in. Yeah. I mean, I think she's going to be like a, a really like, I, I look forward to seeing the, dynam the dynamic there. Exactly. Exactly. I also, I read a little bit of an article today because that's about as much Brain that's all the work that you I, need to do I yeah have, it's, a comic, it's a comic movie we and like there was like a little bit of criticism at this and at first i was like what and then i you know like i looked at it subjectively initially and then i looked at it objectively and i was like oh <laughs> so it was the idea that like black widow is like you know they enjoyed the story but it's too late to try right. to give her something to do and i'm like yeah, but I mean, that's who her character is. That's like just exploring that. I'm like, right. And if you don't know anything about comics, you don't know that. And this came out of nowhere. Right. And I'm like, oh, whoops. Yeah. A lot of people talk about how like this movie should have come out 10 years ago. And it's right. like, I mean, like, but it yeah, doesn't no necessarily, shit. most of the movies, though, were building towards the 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 phase yeah whatever to, to, end to Thanos game. yeah and like so like that would have felt like this would not have been would have, I think people would have been more like I don't understand where this fits in exactly yeah because it's not like if this movie is in no in no way and that's I think why it feels like such a self contained right, picture right because it is like it is like a not but then phase you, whatever when you think about it like in terms of the like watching it in a current day situation like we're watching it now and yeah. it's taking place however many years ago because mm -hmm. i didn't want to think about that right um, six years ago yeah okay um that it's like oh this feels weird for people who don't know black widow's history like we're just getting to see it we get to see the red room we get to see like you know her torment we get to see whatever dostoevsky <laughs> yeah that's who it was Drake let's just go with that <laughs> um like we get to see that cool if you're not you don't know her from the, the comics you're like why oh they're just trying to make something up and right it's like, it's like no it's all in there yeah now 
mm-hmm. if you fast forward to the future right and you're someone just watching the marvel movies you watch that whenever you want. Exactly. And now it fits you in. You can throw that on any time, like, or you can watch it in sequence. Just don't that, watch the post credits. I had because that thought. <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn. Yeah. No, like, there's a lot of co- of of coordination and cleverness in this movie that's like really kind of like under the surface. Yeah. Uh, just in terms of its like execution. I mean, they had time to really execute it properly because mm-hmm. of all the delays. But like, overall, it's kind of like a really interesting snapshot. It's why yeah. it's another reason why it's one of my favorites versus like Captain. Sure, Marvel. sure, sure, sure. And I, by the way, I literally when I say I read this article, I read like that the, first paragraph. I yeah. was I was at work. I got a push notification. Right. I, I got work to do real quick, and I so I couldn't read the whole article. So I'm not saying I agree with the article. I'm agreeing with the concept that a non comic book reader might question why this why is all of a sudden they're developing this character. Right, exactly. When that, it's just like no, it's just something she's dead. Like see. it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, and it already exists, yes. and like people may not know that. Right. Like non comic book readers may not know that. And I was no. like, oh, that's an interesting thought. Exactly. That's, it. that's true. That's true. <laughs> the vest. The vest is so great. It was a cute little character moment, and I like it. And I hope we see like I. I hope we can set more, get more callbacks to it. Yeah, I like their their. I forgot like, about that vest when it was actually in the the other stuff. I'm like, that was cool. When she put it on, I remembered it immediately because, yeah. and I also love the fact that like she was blonde in those yes. movies. When she's when she's yeah when she's first like like hiding out, she's got the blonde hair dye. Yeah, she was gonna go blonde, mm-hmm. and then she continues with this adventure, and then does that anyway. Yeah. Um, but when she put it on, I recognized it. I was like, oh yeah, that is her outfit. That is her vest. Yeah. Um, I like their sibling their sibling interaction. Yes, me too. I I really enjoyed that. uh i was i was worried because again because of the trailer that uh pew's russian accent sucked in the trailer that i saw Mm -hmm. movie not so bad Uh, because at first i'm like oh well she'll just scarlett johansson it and be like oh well now that i'm in america i'll try to sound more american and she probably will anyway but she does a nice job no complaints she's emotive uh you know fun different Mm -hmm. very different not doing the same thing yeah so it's great uh everybody did a great job i'm just I'm, i'm very thrilled uh, with this movie overall, I guess we'll talk about ta- uh, Taskmaster because people all want to talk about Taskmaster. Sure. So, okay. we'll, so we'll address Taskmaster. Let's address uh, uh, Taskmaster. You know, I like Taskmaster as a costume. I think Taskmaster looks, he's a fun design. He's a, he has a neat power set. I've, I have i have zero favorite Taskmaster stories. I have, you know, the only, the like most minuscule desire to own a Taskmaster action figure. But outside of that, it's like, you know, do I understand why comic book fans are outraged that Taskmaster is not a Bronx born, you know, super villain with a hilarious voice and like attitude? Mm-hmm. I get it because you want your character legitimized on the screen as you remember them. Mm-hmm. It's the c- same case with everybody. I mean, like there are people who will punch me in the stomach for saying that like Tom Holland's my favorite Spider-Man. And then I dare say I'm a Spider-Man fan. And it's like, I get your frustration and your, and, and, and your, your, you know, your outrage, but taskmaster as he appears in the comics is not thematically relevant to this movie. No. And they could have just made uh, up a character, but no one would have this. accepted that. character. No. And so people would have still been upset about that. They're going to, they're going to upset somebody yeah. no matter what they, they did. So why not throw taskmaster? They could have just picked a different villain. Yes. They, they, oh yeah, they could have, but like, the theming for the movie was about family. Yeah. And about pretending and pretending. And also like, you know what you would do to get out like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Well, and about, about uh, that being dominated, you know, taskmasters true identity is her having been subjugated and dominated by the forces in her life. mm -hmm. And now she's a puppet 
yeah. being used just like the the widows are. Yeah, and so it, it's like it it is in theme while it's not the same character. And honestly, when I first saw the costume kind of in action, I yeah. almost made a joke. Like, to you're the like, room. wouldn't it be funny? No, 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 no. I was like, man, Taskmaster, more like you know, Daft Master, because I was like, it's like a Daft Punk Taskmaster, <laughs> like hybrid. Yeah, but I kind of got used to it. I mean. Yeah, I'm not thrilled with it, but like uh, the it's other thing fine. was, if if they ever wanted to continue Taskmaster in any regard, you yeah. know, Phase Two Taskmaster suit will look more like the comic book. Yeah, they'll fix it, you know. And you could do that, like you could have this Taskmaster continue as a female version, of right? Your Taskmaster. Or like the fact is, it's like much like the widows, someone else could take up the 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 moniker of the Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, legitimately, it's just a suit. It is just a suit. It was like it was a, a technology integration with a suit. Yeah. So like someone else could either take that technology and like alter it. Right. Like, wouldn't it be fun if like Justin Hammer knew somebody at the you never World's Justin Fair? Hammer, it's over. No, I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's not. Justin Hammer's coming back. He is coming back. <laughs> sure. They will use him. The, the, the only reason it'll happen now is just so that the universe can like you can clip this out and just play it for me. Yeah. So you're welcome, actually. That's right. Let me let me let you're me. You're welcome. I don't normally do this, but like. There's somebody in the chat. Shut the fuck up. Get over yourself. Somebody is like, what if they change? You know what? Here you go. It's Rhodes Scholar Comics who says, what are you okay if they change? So you're okay that they change Taskmaster. What if they change Spider-Man to a girl? Would that be okay? Or change Black Widow to a man? Would be stupid every time. You know what's stupid every time? Your comments. That's stupid every time. It's so basic. That's such a superficial, one-dimensional child idea. That I'm, a, I'm actually ashamed of myself for addressing it and giving you the time. But I want to address it because who cares? Like, are you for real? Are you legitimately comparing Taskmaster, a character who has virtually tens of fans? You're one of them. You've been one. You've been, you're a die-in-the-wool Taskmaster fan. who has been a fan of Taskmaster for 25 years. Give me a friggin' break. Like, I get it. Like, I get being outraged. Like, I get it. I genuinely do. I'm outraged right now. But, like, I, and, I, and I understand being annoyed. But to compare Taskmaster I mean, to Marvel's Mickey Mouse. To be fair. Or to the, or the, to the titular character of this movie. There are female Spider-Man. Right. There, yes. You know what? I, I, yeah, I saw a movie. It's called Friggin' Into the Spider-Verse. A, it won an Oscar. B, it's everyone's favorite Spider-Man movie. And C, it has about a thousand Spider-Man in it, one of whom is a girl. Two of whom are girls. So actually, what do I feel like? I, you, how would I feel about it? I feel about it as, as fine as with it as I do right now. And it's not even Spider-Man. It's effing Taskmaster. It'd be like if they made Rhino a woman. Who gives a shit? You know what it doesn't do? Change the comic books. And that's what it really, what really matters, is that there's this movie that is made by executives that takes tens of thousands of people to make happen. Can they do what you want in the comic book? No. They won't. And they never will. They never will. And you'll never be satisfied. And that's the thing. They'll never change the comic book. The comic book happened it will happen. It has always happened. You can buy it for a nickel because it stars fucking Taskmaster. I don't, I don't like, and I'm not the kind of person who's like, oh man, you should change everybody to a girl or whatever. Like, I don't, I, 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 that doesn't matter to me. But I wanted to address the Taskmaster thing because this, this is, this is an epidemic. This, this, this weaponized outrage over the mundane to the point where it's like, I'm going to infect comment sections and public discourse with this asinine concept that like this minuscule change that only appeals to people who saw this effing movie and will never buy a comic book in their lives. 
of which I think you are one. Like it, it just, it just makes me sick because it's like you are perverting the conversation by giving me what about isms and nonsense about like, oh, they changed Taskmaster. What's next? The feminists are taking over. So stupid. So please like and subscribe. Thank you so much for being here in the chat. We're so glad to have you. Anyway, outside of that, what what else did you like about the Black Widow movie? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. It's just like it just it, it makes me crazy. I will say on the other side of this. Yes, please. Yes. To try to give you a fair and balanced. Why not? Uh, As we don't need to do because it's my effing show. I okay. Uh, no, but I'm just saying. But I'm just I'm just saying that like listen, I get it. There's like a certain passion for for characters, like you know, like and characters are changed seemingly at times for arbitrarily. no arbitrarily and i think maybe that's what you like well, yeah, is the issue yeah. for some people is that maybe to them it felt like it was arbitrary Absolutely. but if you examine the plot of the film it like seems to, like obviously to fit in a little bit more so yeah. with the theming it serves as the movie and not the character right but like honestly like we've seen that before where characters or like anything like story points or whatever are changed just before the whims. Yes. And you know what? Like there's a lot of movies that do that. Yeah. I mean like literally when you said that, like all I could think of was like, you know, I complained endlessly for, Oh yes. The silent hill, the silent hill film, because it's like, they change the, the gender of the, the titular character for that, not titular, but the, the main character for that, for, I've read seemingly arbitrary reasons. And if it is for those arbitrary reasons, that really bothers me. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really affect the the overall scope of why I don't like that film. Right. But I was like, for arbitrary reasons, why did you do that? Right, exactly. But like, you're not going to take to the forums every time that somebody talks about the Silent Hill movie. No, 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 no. Um, no I, but I won't. But I mean, like, listen, I also understand like, you know, folk being like, this is the one shot I might get a chance to see this character I really, really right. like. And, in the, in and a movie. Like, Yes. Yeah, in a movie, and it's like when they get it wrong, it like it makes people feel badly. Right, it and makes like, them feel like they were personally attacked because they've ascribed meaning, right, and identity, and it's like to the it's character. not a personal attack, right? Um, but I, you see, here's the thing: is that like, not to interrupt, and I apologize. I'm just saying, like, with respect to Taskmaster, mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a non-argument. Like the, I get it if you're upset about like a, a character that you really care about that you love, like the protagonist of Silent Hill. I get. Yeah, yeah, but if, yeah. you, if you like, but you're using Taskmaster as an opportunity to have a different kind of conversation. You want to have the opportunity to say, you know what they're doing? You know how leftist blah, blah, blah Hollywood is because they got, blah, blah, blah. it's just, it's just, let me take I think this, it was, this cookie cutter argument I'm, that I say every time I'm in a forum or an, or an online discourse, and then I'll apply and I'll replace the name with task. With I'm whatever. going to give, um, cause listen, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good today. I'm, I, I think we should give them the benefit of the doubt. It was just a thoughtless comment. Right. And just let it go. Okay. That's just fair. Let it go. Yeah. It was, it was, a, well, he's never coming back. I mean, he's definitely in the chat already, but he's never going to subscribe or, or, you know, or, or hang out with us. Well, so I'm I not really, I, whatever. I, but it's like, you know, I like, being being outraged to the point of saying like of of i don't know of being that stupid like about a character that you genuinely don't care that much about like i don't believe that you care I, that much I, I guess i should really want to point out that it's like this is about black widow right the movie so yeah, it's, like it's not like, about we, taskmaster no but i mean like even oh, just our this. conversation yes, yeah, right, we should yeah. get back on yeah. but i want to address task. it You're right. yes we should master that um task. which would be talking about the movie which yeah. um 
which was good. Which was good, and you and know, better than I thought it was going to be. There was never a point where I was like, "How much longer do we have?" Which is always solid when you're right. watching a movie, especially when you're at home, because I, I feel like yeah. you have a different viewing experience when you're at home. Like there's more input yeah. going on around you, yes. obviously, so you have a very different experience than you do at the theater. Totally, we chose to do it again at home just because it really just worked out. It was just everyone. so much more convenient. It was convenient, and we're just like schedule. Like, yeah, let's just watch it. We knew we had to watch it, um, and we knew we wanted to see with folk and this was when they were available so it, like this worked out yeah um but it was never a point where i was like are we done yet or right. oh like maybe I'll, I'll go check my phone or anything no just no nope. was in like involved with the film yes. I was watching the movie i was involved with it no i was impressed by the construction of the film as it was like made because it is a marvel film and like there are some marvel movies where i'm like all right well we can move on. like you know i could skip this or i'm only gonna watch a couple of scenes like but uh but this one is like i i'm, I'm telling you like it's a carefully constructed like movie yeah. that is built to hold your attention yeah and that's kind of impressive especially for like an early director yeah and for them to have such a strong showing like that's great i'll be honest like i don't know if it was because again we're still in spoiler territory here i don't know if it was because i was tired or mm -hmm. what but like when we like reveal where the red room is, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Why did I think about that? That's like a big part of everything right. in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Do you think you'd be in the sky? Yeah. I forgot about that. Well, I, I just was like, okay. I mean, we did, did it need to be a huge friggin' CG thing in the sky. I liked it. It's cool. It was a neat base. I kind of wished it was like a re like a retrofitted helicarrier or something like that. That was like, you know. A fear would have eyes on that somehow. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you got to build from the ground up there. You can't you can't trust shield won't have some backdoor something into mm -hmm. whatever. That's true. Um, also, like, you know, that said, wouldn't like any sort of thing up there be able to see where that was? Yes. Or not. I mean, they did say they were like blocking all kinds. of. Yeah, things. they had to be. I mean, you know, still. All right. But otherwise, I mean, I definitely recommend it. I think it's cool and it was well made and I'm happy that it like turned out that way. Mm, no, for sure. And uh, like we said, like. Strategy the action's too. great yeah. because it is like it's listen i love over the top action that we get from some of the other films yeah. like flying around shooting lasers right. you know what i mean like thor and lightning and yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like magic i love that mm -hmm. but there is something also about even if it is cg but like more like hand-to-hand -hand fighting you know that, right. that sort of choreography yeah, yeah regardless of real or not like there's something really fun about seeing that yes. it gives you that like sensation of like you know if i worked um maybe one yeah. day i might be able to do one thing right you know like there's just something cool yes. like it's just it's fun to see yeah um it also just kind of reminds you that there is a street level right even if they end up in the sky even if they're in a freaking sky uh, like, base made of cg you, you know but, what i mean yeah. like there is like a like a street level like element to the marvel like universe that yes. we don't always get to see on like the silver screen we can nope. see more in the shows but not there so i was like that's really fun and honestly if you just like character interactions you get a lot like you're that. gonna get a lot of it a lot of angry like uncomfortable thanksgiving dinner <laughs> vibe vibe if Agreed. you were also trained assassins that's true and spies uh, I'm sure that they'll bring up some other things so we can just yeah, 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 put yeah. the button on it. But Cosmic Reader says, I'm glad that the films are actually acknowledging the TV shows. It makes Disney Plus shows more important or as important as they say it is. Yeah. Agreed. No, um, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, like, obviously, like a lot of us wish that the Netflix shows could have been part of everything. Um, but like having that it just it just feels good yeah like you if you're watching those shows you're like ooh, i know what's up yeah <laughs> and uh, if you're not you're like who's this chick right what is elaine from seinfeld doing here yeah <laughs> uh, joey um what was it amorim 
Amorum. Amorum says, uh, my favorite character I moment think... was Alexi singing American Pie with Elena. Yeah. Almost had me clamming up before it got exploded Aquaman style. Agreed. Yes. It was a nice moment. Uh, Radium Theater Productions, Sal, you're a king going off like this preach. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, uh, Mr. Roboto, the Taskmaster fan, runs deep. So that's true. <laughs> Apparently they do. I'm uh, listen. I know. I mean, he's a cool design. I think he's a. I think he's a dope character. Did I want to have a, a Bronxian dude go like, come on? Yeah, yeah. Did we get that? No. But does it diminish the movie? No. End of story. Uh, Memento Mori. Uh, it's a lame change that won't be acknowledged if someone wants to use Taskmaster later in the MCU. Uh, I agree with that, except for the lame part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crackham reacts. Hey Tiff. Hey Sal. Loving your passion today or lately. Uh, keep it up and want to see Sal unleashed. Well, I appreciate it. Doesn't we're going to get that um, Star Wars esque figure. Yes, Sal unleashed. <laughs> yeah, my clothes are like all like flowy. Yeah. It's there's like there's a wind coming from some from nowhere from some unseen place. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Giggles growing up in a Russian neighborhood. The Russian dark humor spot on. Nice. Is it? Okay, cool. Because it did feel like everyone's just like, yeah, well, you know, life is meaningless. I really, but I really appreciate it. I, I like that kind of humor. Right? So like that really like struck a chord. Yeah. I was like, nice. All right, let's recommend some comic books that we think that you should check out that are coming out this week slash tomorrow or Wednesday. Let so us do that. So check these out. Uh, obviously, Joker number five is coming out of the Secret Jim Gordon book. Uh, now that it's kind of gone off the rails Hopefully, you know, it continues to be about Gordon. It's still like, listen, it's still one of those like, um, it's a six dollar comic book, but it's forty pages because you also have that punchline. Yes, you did that get that punchline story. Uh, the punchline story as well, just as a heads up, if you're looking at that sticker shock. Yes, a little bit. Uh, Batman: The Detective Number Four, Part Four, is coming out of six, so check that out. It's written by Tom Taylor with art by, uh, oh God, what? There's a different artist on this. Sandra Hope. That's what it says. Okay. I've been enjoying this uh, almost exclusively because Andy Kubert's been drawing it. But it also says, it says like artist. Yeah, artist, variant cover artist. So maybe it's... It says Kubert Hope. Yeah, so maybe they, maybe they're doing like a flashback or something. Yeah, maybe they're working well, together. You know what? They, they had plenty of time. This is at it. This is like in and out of continuity. Who cares? So like, I'm sure that there's... I'm sure it's coordinated. It's a good looking book. Uh, Infinite Frontier number two from Josh Williamson and Zermanico. It's a great series. And if you want to know what the hell's happening in DC, you should definitely be reading this. Uh, Spider-Man Spider Shadow from Z Chip Zdarsky uh, and Pascal Ferry. This oh, man. Is, I, think the, I think it's the last. If No, the penultimate issue. There's one more issue left. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, you would not. You can't guess where the hell this series is going. It's so fun. There's a lot of Batman coming out next week. There this, is. This week. Or uh, tomorrow. Ur Urban Legends from Marguerite Bennett. Chip Zdarsky and Matthew Rosenberg are all working on this uh, series, this anthology series. Eight bucks, but you get like 64 pages of comic. Nice. Uh, it's cool. You get you get more Grifter. Who doesn't want more Grifter? I hope Chip writes the Grifter story. He does not. It's uh, I think it's Rosenberg. I was going to say, I hope that just because you'd be like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sinister War begins with Nick Spencer with art by Mark Bagley. Uh, can't wait for this just to see how it goes. This is the, this is the event. Here it is. And they're using the 90s font because, uh, you know, Ben Riley, but we'll see. Uh, and Justice League Last Ride from Chip Zdarsky. Again, uh, with the great stuff. Out of Continuity Elseworlds story uh, drawn by Miguel Mendoza. Uh, I, I don't remember how many issues there is of this series, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, fun stuff. Uh, Aliens Aftermath, number one from Ben Percy with art by Dave Watcher or Wachter is coming out. Mm-hmm. 
This is the second attempt of an alien book from Marvel. The first one is called Alien. Mm-hmm. This is called Aliens Aftermath. Yep. It is, I believe, a sequel to Aliens. Uh-huh. Good luck. I think it's. it looks like it has something to do with LV-426. It does indeed. Hadley's hope and everything. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. Um, see what happens you had like the 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 the, the bigger portion of books so i did die yeah. 18 comes out die 18 so there you go folks i think we're coming to the end i think you're right numbers are hard way of x number four is this coming is out the last one of way of x before we switch on over uh written by simon spurrier with art by jonathan hickman uh excalibur number 22 yeah it, which is just like look at the wizard on the cover um uh, that's merlin yeah he's a which, wizard i mean uh, immediately I speaking he's a wizard <laughs> he might be the reason the og wizard in fact <laughs> uh, i'm looking forward to see what's going on with here there's a lot of factors going into this they're not x factors but they are <laughs> factors i know there's no more x they ain't gonna be no more x factors. uh wonder woman number 775 is also coming out if you've been enjoying um that book you can pick that you up have. as well i have i have so i'm gonna check that out yay this one also 40 pages though it's like 4.99 hmm. well they they, they know how understand. to they know how to sell comics sometimes I don't, I, I don't understand. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, Stealth plays twenty nine. Tom Holland is my favorite Spider Man too. Nice. I don't not like the other guys. <laughs> no, it's just that's your. But that's my favorite. By the way, I will also. But here's here's my ding for the MCU. Just, and not just because you share a birthday. With no, we do have the same birthday. Uh, but yeah, um, we. Uh, what was it? I will say this ding for the MCU. I don't know why they don't like the homecoming suit so much. They keep wanting to change it. Yeah, I heard it's about the best one. This. Best suit. It's got the fat bat. It's got the fat red spider on the back. <laughs> Bring the fat red spider back, you cowards! At least they did it. So you know what? Every time I feel bad, I can just jump into PS4 Spider-Man and just be that. Just have a great old time. Just have a just just have a grand old time. Anyway, uh, thanks a lot for watching, everybody. Don't forget, of course, to watch us over on twitch.tv slash comic pop and watch this young lady play video games uh, every Tuesday and Wednesday. That's me uh, in the evening to uh you know play video games you're playing what is that what the hell is that game called control control there we go single word it's a word though it's like it might as well called like bread you know who i don't know i play bread yeah of course you would because you played a pizza game not too long ago but uh anyway we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us of course don't forget to like this video subscribe to our channel and of course go over to uh, patreon.com slash compop for more or uh if you want to help us out in any way just subscribe to compop returns and go over to youtube.com slash compop subscribe over there get us to 100k as soon as we can uh we also uh are up for a podcast award this both this show and elseworlds exchange for the podcast awards Uh, i don't know you can go to the website and see if you can help us out by uh nominating us i don't know it's a whole thing Uh, don't even worry about it uh, so we'll see you guys next time with another episode. I am Sal. I'm Tiffany. Thanks a lot for watching and keep reading. So Bye. long. Bye.